Movies with Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Which makes a lot of sense, actually, because I haven't seen a spider make a decent fucking movie either. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Andy. With me, as always, is the guy who can't do anything, Muller. Point driven. <laughs> With us as well as the guy who can do everything directly into your mouth, Braden. Hello. That is true. I, I first hand experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the most hand experience. Uh, and joining us today for our 20th episode, the guy who does whatever a troll can, our very first in studio guest, Troll Josh. Hey! Troll Josh. The true voice of a troll. You made Hello. it out today. I'm doing great. You got your, your beard looks plentiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Donka. Yeah, one of one of our co-hosts, I'm looking at Muller here, is kind of lacking on the beard yeah, quota, he... so we had to bring Josh in to, uh, <laughs> to make up for it. So what... Sorry, go ahead, Josh. Oh, he's got his five o'clock Muller going on. <laughs> yeah. what, 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 do you think, what do you think it would be that would take me to shave off my beard after... After two or three years of... Have you shaved before? I haven't shaved in years. Okay. I've I've not gotten clean shaved in a very... handsome boy, I'm thinking? Very, very, very long. what it would take? Well, two handsome boys, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. So, last weekend, I made my way over to uh, the Tim and Eric Awesome Show, Great Job uh, Comedy Tour. Uh, Third row seats in the Orpheum. Totally sold out. Packed out show. Packed like Braden's mouth. You shaved for the show? (laughs) Well, that's Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we so we had uh, a volunteer section of the of the comedy show, and they 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 bring up three business boys to teach them how to do business. So they they brought us up on the up on the stage, and actually the first the first part was hilarious because they're asking our names. There's this Asian guy next to me, and he's like, "Yeah, my name's Larry," and Tim's like, "Yeah, right, Larry." <laughs> like <laughs> even after the show, this guy did not get what the joke was that he was just <laughs> making fun of him for having such a white name. Um, so. So they said, well, if you're going to do business, you're going to need some khaki pants for sure. That, that's, what, that's what business guys have. So they give us these size one million khaki pants that are like, I look like one of those before and after commercials where the person holds out the pants and yeah. have, have their old pants or whatnot. So, um, and then they said, well, you got to have the right facial hair too. So they're looking, at, they're looking at Larry and examining his totally bald uh, Asian face or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that looks all right. And then Tim comes over and looks at me. He's like, "This hair is re- this is the worst hair I've ever seen. You definitely are going to need a goatee." So on stage in front of like four thousand people, uh, Tim and Eric shaved my beard into the most horrifying looking goatee ever. And it was it was like actually kind of it was actually kind of painful too because they were just like jabbing me with these with these with these razors. They shaved your shavers, with, yeah, with like with two electric shavers. And I did not know that that was going to be happening. Oh my uh, gosh! When I went on, so after the show, people were uh, they, they were really shocked. Like. Uh, they thought it was a. They thought it was just a joke that they didn't actually do it, or or a lot of people thought that I was a plant or yeah. a, a hired actor, and 
No, I was not. I, uh, I I was not expecting to shave, and I haven't shaved in years, so I I absolutely had to go home and and shave it right off. It was actually the funniest part about this was there was this this nerd guy I was talking to, and I was like, yeah, this is this is uh, this is this horrible thing, and and he was like, oh, it's not so bad, and then I realized that he had a goatee. On, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks it looks kind of fine. Yeah. So. Uh, Goatees are kind of the worst. It, they don't it, fit many people. Very, very few. Stone Cold Steve Austin looked pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. much just him. Or if you want to do business, him and uh, him and Brian Cranston as well. Yes, it. that is it. No one All else true. should do it. My dad has a goatee sometimes with uh, mm-hmm. old George and oh, yeah. Edward Norton. American History X. Just saying. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's the role I was preparing for when I came today. Yeah. So uh, I guess it's a good look for the white supremacists. That's fine. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. And you guys never had a goatee. Never. Not uh, even when you go. I had in high school. I had uh, like the long sideburns. Oh yeah, you. I grew the- my hair out. So yeah, when I started growing my hair out in high school, because I have long hair, I have since then, and uh, nobody really explain to me how to take mm-hmm. care of my hair. So I never combed it ever. And I have curly, kind of curly hair. So it grew out in knots because I would just towel dry my hair. So when it started growing out, it grew out like all bunched. And basically um, after a few months, it looked like, I, I looked like Hugh Jackman. Like yeah. Wolverine. You, so, look, you looked exact. So you have this, in, this um, my graduation, graduation I'm in my gown and everything. <laughs> yeah, and I have these long <laughs> sideburns and this Wolverine hair. But it's, it's like incredible. this triangle hair where yeah. it kind of goes out at your ears and or that's something. how it grew kinda, out. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's like this weird. Yeah. And so, so I finally went in for a haircut because that was like a year of like, like just growing out and not taking care of it, and I, I went to the place. And the guy, uh, guy was like, "Oh my gosh, this is." I hope he got some time, and he wet my hair, and he had to comb the knots out. It probably it's like took a like shaggy dog. Or yeah, it took like probably forty minutes. <laughs> him just like picking at my hair, oh like my knots. Just Ouch. oh man, it, was, it, it hurt, man. Yeah, but it is blood. funny because I'm I'm it a worked. few years younger than you, but. Uh, I remember like my first high school yearbook, like when I was in grade ten and you were in grade twelve, and I remember yeah. seeing like there was some picture, not not the actual like photo, but like you know they do like an event page and show people hanging out, or, yeah, like, whatever. I remember seeing a picture of of, of you, like it was like a big pr- big print, like most of the page, and I was like, okay, it looks just like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you never had a goatee? Uh, I've never done the goatee, just the sideburns. Well. I've had a goatee, and let me tell you, it is horrible. And I shaved it off immediately as soon as I got home. It was like it was probably two a.m. I'm still. I gotta shave and take a shower now before I go to bed. Yeah, it's funny because we saw that picture you posted with Tim Heidecker, and you had a goatee in that, right? And yeah, um, I mean, me, me and Carolyn looked at it. And she was like, "Oh, he's a goatee," and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." I was like, oh well, that's yeah. what he wants to do. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that this happened. So after so after the show, I was just kind of hanging out, and this guy, this huge guy, walks up to me, and he and he says. Hey, uh, over at the side where you know where the stars are. I don't know. People wait outside, right, to meet to meet the people at the show. Or, and and the, the guy was asking for you and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe he wants to talk to me because he uh, to apologize violated me on stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so so I go over there and I, I and I'm waiting around and I find the guy who's Turns asking out it's for just me. Just the janitor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I find the guy who's asking for me. I was like, oh yeah, somebody sent me back here and said you were looking for me. He's like. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I just looked like an idiot in front of everybody in this line. In, in this line. That's a just, good move. I'm going to start doing yeah, that. Just start. Like, hey, there's a guy just around the corner just looking for you. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for you. Uh, I saw Beyonce uh, over here. She was looking for you. You got to go find her and stalk her down. So uh, Beyond Beyonce. <laughs> Beyond day. I know her. She's looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> yeah, that's so, right. Confuse them, then so, divert them, and uh, make your way backstage. So you wouldn't even get a goatee if you were camping. What does that mean? What the fuck does a goatee have to do with camping? That's my segue into Braden's so, story about camping. So <laughs> I went, you look totally blindsided. Like, You're like, what are you even talking about? Like, that's, that's weird. Um, so I went camping for the first time in my life Poor decision. a couple weeks ago. It, it was fun. It, it was good. So we, uh, we were setting up the tent. And we, uh, I'm always setting up the tent around you. You, ooh, <laughs> boner joke. And so we pulled the tent out. We, um, we'd never actually done anything with the tent. So we kind of took a risk because we bought it when Target was going out of business here in Canada and it was like half price. So, yeah, we'll go camping eventually. Which was like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Ago. So we're like, you know what? We probably should have made sure everything we need is in here, but. Anyway, it worked out. So we, we set the tent up. And next is our inflatable mattress, which we've also never looked at. We got on sale at one of those big box stores. Boxes covered in tape. And, you know, it's uh -huh. like, anyway, so it was already like, uh, it's, it's cheap. Let's get it. So we get it, open it up. And we're like, ooh. And we pull the full, it's like a queen size inflatable mattress. So you inspect, is this inspecting it while camping? Yeah. Or before camping? Yeah. Okay, this know? is while camping. So we're stuck with whatever <laughs> real, we're pulling out of the thing here. Real Mueller decision making. Yeah. I'm always stuck with here. whatever I'm pulling out of the thing. <laughs> And we pull it out, and it's Dang. covered in dirt and dog hair. <laughs> like, somebody clearly bought it, went camping, and then just returned it. <laughs> Which is weird. That no wonder Target went That the company would accept it. Usually with stuff like that, with, like, sleeping bags. Well, they probably didn't look at stuff. it. Well, usually they're not supposed to accept that as a, as a return and put it back to the floor because no. of hygienic reasons. Anything you're sleeping in or anything like that, yeah. you can't just put back. You can't, but, you know, and anyway, so, uh, like, well, we're here. <laughs> so we, we fill it up and we lay down on it and we just, you know, threw our sleep. It, whatever. It's like... You didn't even shake it out. You just slept in the dirt. We shook it out a bit and then we're so like... Because I was like, oh, should, what should we do? Should we wipe it? And we wiped it a bit, but I was like, you know what? Because what, uh, what I did a couple hours ago uh, at, at this diner we ate at, or we ate at this pub. And I was like, you know what? I just did this gross thing at this pub a couple hours ago. A little bit of dog hair and dirt's not going to scare me. <laughs> so at, the, at this pub... Um, and I'm a bit of a germaphobe. So this weekend was a very uh, well, liberating, right liberating, <laughs> liberating weekend for me, getting over out. my fear of germs. And we're eating lunch, right? And there's a, the, you know, like the little thing with the vinegar and the ketchup, little, little, what do you call it? Like the thing the waitress carries to your so table. So are you talking well, about, and are, yeah, the condiment tray. Are, so are you talking about the most disgusting condiment ever known to man, which is malt vinegar? No, the Molar clear, the malt vinegar. It's vinegar. disgusting. It Have you gross. ever been in a restaurant when someone next to you is eating malt vinegar? It's gross. You can, you, I've yeah. left restaurants. I've just gotten out <laughs> and left and gone to an entirely like, different, different I like restaurant. I like that phrase and just eating malt vinegar. Like it's like full <laughs> of soup. It's disgusting. And it tastes, pretty much, it tastes pretty much the same as normal vinegar. And normal vinegar is fine. Just stick with the normal vinegar. <laughs> What's up a freaking like weird southern piece of crap? Acetic acid. I know, I know some people put it on their fries, but I've never seen anyone in a restaurant use vinegar as like a condiment. Well, yeah, so I, they put it on their fries. So there's this vinegar sitting there, and I was like, you know what? I never put vinegar on my fries. I'm feeling adventurous today. I'm gonna, so mm -hmm. I douse my fries in this vinegar. Way too much. Yeah, and I start eating it, and I'm like two thirds through my fries, and I kind of glance over the vinegar bottle. And there's two little flies <laughs> just floating in the vinegar, and I was like, oh, well, they're my sanitized. They're gosh. in vinegar. Yeah, so I was thinking, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And I was like, oh, really? Ah, screw it. 
and I just ate it. And yeah, Carolyn's like, oh, that's kind of gross. But yeah, they're in vinegar. It's fine. And I finished it. And she's <laughs> like, I, okay, I wanted to wait till you're done. But that, I can't believe you ate that. That was so <laughs> gross. So I was like, okay, I should probably tell the waitress. Like, they've, they've probably been in there a long time. It's like these little fruit Oh, uh, Sammy and John you've just met yeah. Uh, yeah. in so, our vinegar. So she comes to pick it up and I kind of just forget. And then she takes, oh, are you guys done with this? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, but and it doesn't really come out. And then she takes it to the table, like, uh, just across the way from us. And that guy's just doused in his fries and vinegar. And I was like, well, too late now. So anyway, we, we filled the inflatable mattress. Like, yeah, I just ate a bunch of fly vinegar. I'll sleep on some dog hair and dirt, whatever. Fly vinegar, like these like these flies, they're, they got them on some farm and hooked up to all these machines. They're milking the flies for vinegar. Got <laughs> some uh, fly uh, vinegar. fucking backdoor restaurant pub were you eating out with those flies? Uh, I bet you it was in the States. No. The most disgusting nation <laughs> south of us. It was in Seashell. Yeah, that's in the States, right? No. Yeah. Josh, fly vinegar, yay or nay? You'd eat it. Would you yay. do it? <laughs> Pickled flies, come on. <laughs> Two times the pleasure, twice the pleasure. Why didn't uh, you know more people enjoy this thing? This is a new thing. <laughs> I know, right? Added flavor to it. Well, they gotta have pickled flies in one of those countries that where they eat lots of bugs or whatever. Mexico that would be a thing. They'll probably be flavored up a bit. Those big horse flies, you could probably pickle those, and they'd be crunchy. Yeah, pickle a cock. Wait, so was the was the end of your story where you talk about camping and then you do a flashback to a few hours earlier of the pickle? Well, yeah, pickle I was like, and then that's the end of the. Well, story. no, my flashback <laughs> was flashback like back to the hygienic. Issues. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I just ate a bunch of fly vinegar, sleeping on a mattress of dog hair and dirt. Eh. <laughs> And I'll, I'll your own goatee hair, because you had and my own goatee hair goatee yeah. while you're in there. <laughs> well, I was hoping that somebody would bring in a story, uh, a funny story about Josh, so that we would. Have I, I have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, related to this, Josh, do you mind if I tell a funny story about you? Oh, please do. Okay. So, do you I mind? mind? Do you mind? <laughs> I'm telling it anyway. Is that I'm just, okay? I'm just being <laughs> not at all. I'm just being polite. I, I was going to tell it anyway. Um, yeah. So no speaking speaking of eating gross food, we were. Do you remember when we saw Fintroll? Back in 2008, Warbringer Open Forum and vaguely, so, yes. So this, a, the, this so, is a metal band. Yeah, this metal band. Metal so concert. the first time Fintroll oh, okay. ever came to Vancouver, sure this, there's like know. this Finnish folk metal band, and a bunch of us go to eat at this pub before the show, and uh, we all order our food. And I remember I got a veggie burger, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I'll get one too. It's really good." So we're eating our food, and I remember you, we waited a while for our food, and then she she brings it to us, and Josh picks up his burger, and just the way it was, the the patty slipped out of the burger. <laughs> And fell right on the ground, and you were like, "Oh, damn it, damn it, damn it!" And you were just so pissed off because I mean, I don't know if they'd give you a new one or not, but you're like, "Oh!" And I remember you picked it up on the ground. You're like, Ugh. "Like, I was just watching you play through, through your, your head." And you're like, "Yeah," and he kind of just wiped it off, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna eat." And he just ate it. I was like, "No, I would have probably done the same thing." Probably should have uh, told that story before I asked Josh whether he would eat fly vinegar because <laughs> I could have skipped that question entirely. I'm having deja vu. Awesome. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Deja the, food. I, I think the best. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think the best. The best story uh, I have about Troll Josh here that that sums him up. It's not really one single story. This happens all the time. Uh, me and Brain have alluded to this in the past. All the heavy metal concerts we go to. Yeah. And as you may have gathered uh, from the story we, I just told, that. Yeah. that <laughs> We kind of know each other through a heavy metal circle, yeah. the three of us, and then Muller just kind of lingers on the side. And who cares about him? Yeah, he's a fourth um, wheel. But <laughs> a fourth wheel. <laughs> These three are having a threesome. <laughs> We're a perfect, the fourth we wheel. We were a perfectly good tricycle, and then you had to make it a, but, uh, a car. <laughs> so we, we go to lots Way of, worse. We go to lots of concerts uh, together, and 
one of the things that I know Josh best of, the thing that I think he's best at, is on our drive home, and I think we've talked about this briefly in the past on this podcast, uh, is one of our traditions driving home from the shows is to shout at people before we hit the highway. We're still in the city. <laughs> on the way to 7 Yeah, a bunch of really cool yeah. guys here. We drive around the city and just shout <laughs> just at people. <laughs> yell, yell things at people. And, and Josh, you always come up with the best stuff and, and the best one that <laughs> True I know story. of. Brayden already knows what one I'm going to say. Because yep. <laughs> we'll be driving you know, down the streets of Vancouver and you'll find like three people walking together and you'll, you'll stick your head out the window and just angrily shout, Hey, where's my cell phone case? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's just absolutely perfect because it's so specific. Like yeah. your cell phone case, not your phone. Where's the case for my phone? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just always... Yeah. Always confused, and I well, love where it is it every That's time. Yeah. <laughs> no remember you lost it at like a party the night before, and you were pissed off about it all day, and then you just started yelling. It was awesome, just yelling at strangers. <laughs> were you guys there when you guys were yelling at nerds too? Uh, no, I Josh think there? that was just me and you when we were yelling at nerds, calling them Poindexter. Yeah, I think that was just us. <laughs> hey, yeah. Poindexter, but where's your glasses? Yeah, we're yelling at them. Josh, Josh is the king at yelling people on a drive home. From yeah, that's good. Have you ever yelled anything else? Uh, where's my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's always in the moment. It's always maybe like yeah. a reference to something that happened. Where's my mower? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't make a good Mueller pun this uh, intro. I'm such a fool. Um, oh, pardon my Mueller. Well, <laughs> why don't we get to my most hated movie ever? I thought it was of- Josh's. Uh, oh yeah, Josh's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thief! <laughs> What's going on here? Caught him in the act. Let's get to Josh's most hated movie. Oh, most hated of movie the week. Uh, ever of the week ever. Uh, uh, it's synonymous. Week. Dirty Grandpa. Dirty oh. Grandpa. Bad Santa. Ooh. Dirty. Grandpa. Bad mom's teacher. Everyone recalls bad, bad teacher. Uh, bad. Uh, Dirty Santa's mom. Apparently, there's a lot of grandpa movies. Yeah, I had to, I, going into this episode, yeah. I had to ask like three times. It's like, is Dirty Grandpa is a bad grandpa or whatever? So this it's is the one grumpy sure old man. Yes, I watched the right grandpa. Movie. Dennis the Menace's dad. Um, so this is the movie where Johnny Knoxville has yeah, a ball no, sack. No, you're, you're gonna confuse people oh. immediately. Dirty uh, Grandpa. This is the movie where. Uh, Who's that blonde actress? Billy, Billy Bob Thornton Billy Bob dresses Thornton as dresses Santa, Santa Claus. A, yeah, is that, is that what this movie is? Billy Josh? Bob De Niro. Uh, <laughs> this is that movie where... Uh, what, 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 which one is it? Uh, it's the one called uh, Dirty De Niro. <laughs> he tries to be a grandpa, but we all know he's not. He's not. He's not. He's obviously lying, and he's got his grandson who has to go on a road trip with him in um, the grandmother's honor and blah, blah, blah. So the grandma's, the grandma's dead. The grandma's dead. His, grand, his, wife, his grandson yeah. being uh, Zach Efron, that guy from the, those high school movies, uh, high school musical, The Pretty Boy. And he's school, yeah. he's also in, uh, what is that, Neighbors, that movie? Remember the, the cardboard cutout that you laid down in front of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in those movies too. So what, so what happens in Dirty Grandpa? Why, do you, why is this your most hated? Oh, there's movie? a lot of debauchery, and it's, just, it's very predictable, almost to the point where it's... it's uh, it's become a joke on it upon itself. This whole genre where, you know, there's debauchery during a road trip, and you got to do excessive drinking and drug use and all sorts of sexual activity. That just they're trying to cross lines. And they're I, I, remember, people, this is a movie about grandpas. So yeah. <laughs> as Josh says this, uh, I got I got to pause you right there because Josh, I I got a bit of a bone to pick with you. Please do. 
I had no intention of ever ever watching this movie. <laughs> and as soon as you mentioned that this is what you're, what you're bringing in for your guest episode, I was like, ah, fuck. Like, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta watch this thing now. And, and, and it delivered on my expectations of how fucking terrible it was. So I gotta, this movie is atrocious. So I gotta right? stop you right there. Uh-huh. Um, got a bone I, to pick with I, me? Yeah, I got a bone <laughs> to pick with you here, Randy. Yeah. So we... We, I made some plans for us. I said, hey, we should all watch this movie together. This movie sounds pretty terrible. Um, and Andy says, no, I'm going to watch it on my own. So while me and Brain were watching it last <laughs> night to prepare, for this, to prepare for this segment, all I could think about is what a piece of crap <laughs> scumbag Andy is for trying to watch this alone. This would be the most unpleasant awful. movie ever to watch alone. I, I couldn't, I couldn't well, imagine it. I wanted it. to make sure I saw it before this episode, and we don't, you know... We don't always get have time to get together just to, like during the week to get to watch something like this. So I wanted to make sure that I got it mm-hmm. in before. But yeah, it was. It You're was, officially the biggest loser of this whole podcast because you watched this movie alone. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was yeah, maybe the worst movie you could possibly watch alone because it's like you can't just laugh with your. Friends. I don't know that that Daddy's Home Will Ferrell movie was pretty. It was pretty bad. Oh, that that was I've pretty seen. Bad. I've never seen. Yeah, well, that, oh that would god, be that was bad. that that was the most unpleasant movie watching experience I have had in I think almost ever. It Though I did watch Boyhood by myself. Oh, that's that true. was oh rough. my lord! <laughs> yeah, you watch a lot of movies. That alone. was rough. So Josh, back to you, bud. <laughs> oh well, we go from one pile to the next. <laughs> yeah, Daddy saw him. Oh, gee, that, I, I know your pain there, but Andy, your pain. <laughs> My God, <laughs> that you're here is a miracle. Yeah, yeah, you makes, made it. You, make you made sacrifices it. Sacrifices for for the show. So what's the? I must ha- apologize to all you guys, but thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Better goddamn well be sorry. So what happens in just for the the listeners, so that they don't get confused and think that this is a movie about Santa giving out Easter eggs uh, while teaching a high school class? Uh, what's what's this movie about? What happens? Well, just so you know, Johnny Knoxville isn't involved. <laughs> Unfortunately, the dirty grandpa at the end here is Robert De Niro. Robert, Robert De Niro. Dirty De Niro in his downfall of his dangerously Dick. dire career, <laughs> <laughs> Dick career, and him and his grandson, played by Zach Efron, as you already explained, meet at the funeral of the grandmother and then decide to go on a road trip. Um, they end up going through a party district. And there's a spring break yeah. going on. Yeah, Daytona yeah. Beach. Daytona Beach, well, yeah. that's what it is. Dirty, yeah. Dirty Grandpa, he sets it up as, as a ruse. He's like, oh, you know, I want to spend some time with my, my grandson. But that's as it right. turns out, like, he wants to go party in, like, Daytona Beach. One of those. Like, that's spring, right. Spring it's it's just days. a spring break road trip movie. Yeah, but which with, has been done. Yeah. But with, yeah. with, with the grandpa who's, like, unexpectedly vulgar. He's, you know, the death of his wife, and now he's like... Yeah, it's okay, very unexpectedly vulgar. I just want to go play some golf with my grandson. And then he actually takes him to some sleazy like teenager beach or whatever yeah and they immediately start hitting on uh, groups of young females that are absurdly vulgar and just yeah that was one thing unrealistically <laughs> sexual drove me fucking mad about this movie is just the constant stream of unfunny jokes it's one of those movies exactly and especially watching it with no one else like uh, <laughs> it's just just 
every fucking line of dialogue is just joke, 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 joke. It's like an Edgar Wright movie, but none of the jokes are good and none of the filmmaking is impressive. <laughs> and yeah, like you're saying, it's like just constant vulgarity for the sake of vulgarity. Exactly. Like, what, what's your... So I already know what kind of my biggest bone is, which is that Andy watched this movie alone, uh-huh. <laughs> making him a huge loser. Um, what's, your, what's your biggest beef with the movie? Well, the movie in general is offensive, but my biggest bone would be uh, what I wanted to get to was when they're at a party and the grandpa drugs his grandson against his knowledge. Like the, the grandson has no idea this is happening and the grandson just goes along with it. And I'm thinking like, what kind of world do we live in where this is considered funny? I mean, it's criminal. <laughs> he should be, uh, at, at best, uh, forcing his grandpa to do the same. Well, it, 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 we should point out like just how like I'm offensive. I'm doing finger quotes again, and, and the vulgarity of it. Like, because I've never seen the commercials for this movie, and I just thought it was just some a typical dumb comedy. But they definitely pushed the vulgarity of it. Like Zac Efron, like he ends up doing crystal meth. He, did, he smokes crack, crack. out of like yeah, a, I did, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. that yeah. party scene you're talking about. I thought that he was just drinking, and then he and then he ended up taking some meth from a guy. Yeah. Or 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 no, some yeah he yeah so and um so that was actually after he didn't know that he was drugged. That's why he was being yeah, so, so crazy because he pacing, was a very conservative the, the guy. Pa- right. The pacing of the movie moves at such yeah. a weird pace. That, that, well, that I, I didn't even catch that. Like, I thought that he was just drinking and then he just did some crack for fun. And then he was mad at his grandpa the next morning. I was sitting there really confused. Yeah, that's thinking. a very great point is that the storyline is very unlinear, that there's a lot of chaos going on. It just kind of jumps into the next scene without, you know, very much information right. going on. So, it was two hours long, too. Oh my like, God. It was brutal. It was just a rough... Rafa, two hours of just nonstop jokes and none of them are funny. Yeah, me, that's I mean, a rough, rough two hours. Me and ba- Braden probably laughed a good ten or fifteen times. Like, there was we, a we few got, got funny, a few, but I don't think a single moment of it. Made well, they had that one scene where uh, he was molesting a kid, and uh, uh-huh. so we were laughing. It a lot was there. disturbingly like because like it, but because the dad sees it and the way it's angled, it looks like yeah, the yeah. kid sucking his dick, and it's like. <laughs> That is that is really inappropriate. We have really not like, I felt this dirty stuff. watching there, it. Yeah, like, it was. Oh. Yeah, there, I, there's a scene where he's he's basically wearing a teddy bear or, or a, something around his waist. Yeah. So this this kid is trying to, to like play with the all, teddy that's bear. That's all he's wearing. It's like yeah, a bee, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the kid's trying to play with the teddy bear, and uh, they film it so it looks like the kid is grabbing his wiener. Yeah, and like uh, his head's moving. And it looks like he's sucking his dick from like behind this because they're like behind a garbage can or something. So yeah. You can't see the crotch area, but it looks like the kid. You can see the rest of their their bodies. Yeah, it's just absolute brilliant. This comedy. is the caliber of yeah. stuff we're working with. Is Zac Efron? Bunch of pedophiles. Like off. at the end of the movie too, where it's revealed that Robert De Niro has a has a. A child, a new child. Oh he, yeah, he what lifts, the hell? He lifts up that? the child's thing yeah. to show Zach Efron. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, he's got a good dick, huh?" <laughs> I was like, "What? He's talking yeah. about his son's dick." So this this isn't a movie that like really. It's not stylized. It doesn't feel like it takes place outside of the realm of possibility. And it's and I just, yeah, they, I they just, make it seem like it's our universe that it takes place. It very in, much is, but it seems to be in a different universe because the way everything yeah, operates way people, makes no sense. And the way people yeah. talk to each other, it's like this is what like an alien would think is is. How humans talk. They lift, yeah. up, lift up the the baby's diaper and say, look at his dick, isn't it? Like it's it's that's that's my dick. Wow, that's right a there. huge like, dick, and it's like a newborn <laughs> infant. Who yeah. The fuck then would talk like then he takes the newborn's weird. thumb and tries to stick it up Zac Efron's butt. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Like this, <laughs> this is really is inappropriate. Of writing in this movie. So yeah. um so a, a, the main plot is that is that 
Robert De Niro is trying to trying to have sex with uh, that that chick from Parks uh, and Rec. Parks and Rec. And Rec. She's, yeah. She was always dark and brooding, and now she's in all these dumb summer comedies. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza Man. Um, plasma. Uh, Aubrey. Plasma Aubrey Plasma. Aubrey Papa Murphy's mm, Plaza. Um, <laughs> so. So, but the so the opening scene, <laughs> Robert De Niro starts talking to her, and uh, like the the scene where they first get introduced, and she's like, "Yeah, you should have sex with me today." And then so then the so after like after establishing that she is pretty much ready to bang him immediately, mm-hmm. the whole rest of the movie is about him trying to get in her pants, yeah. and it was like. Didn't, you could have went to a bathroom probably yeah, right there. Like, done this. It, it, yeah. there, was, there was no... I didn't understand what yeah, the goal was. Yeah, because the whole time Dirty Grandpa was talking to Zac Efron, he was like, you, you got to help me uh, bang this broad. And, uh, but it's yeah, like, come on. We got to stay on this road trip. I know you're upset. I know so you don't want to be on it. She seems pretty willing already. Yeah, like, you could she, just... She just flat out said it. And then at the end of the, the movie... the most blatant way possible. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end of the movie, when he's going to go bang her, he, uh, he's like, oh... Actually, I don't know if I can do this. Uh, my wife is dead, so yeah. <laughs> and he starts out, and it's like, what is what is going on? And then in the next scene, they're married, and he's showing people his newborn kid's dick. Like, yeah. what, that, what is going was on? Super uncalled for, too. It's like, okay, she's she's this chick. That, like her whole thing is she wants to bang like a freshman. Okay, see, that was actually someone a, else, a professor and a grandpa, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's why she wants to bang him. But then at the end, they're married, and it's like. <laughs> I, I can understand where it's like some chick wants to bang an older dude, but see that was actually it doesn't make sense that she wants to marry, forget. marry <laughs> <Lust> him. We- <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually a joke that me and Brayden were laughing at a lot, though, because it, she was making it out like she had some old person fetish. So she, so yeah. she's, she's, she's saying, "You, you got to say this stuff to me." You know, say, "Oh, I hurt my back." Yeah, uh, say, "Oh, I can't." Uh, I, uh, I can't I'm, I'm all out of early bird special coupons. <laughs> like, and so she's having him repeat. And it's kind of this. It was kind of this funny joke because it was like. She was like making him demean himself by saying things old people would say, but it, it was like really weird and degrading. But kind of it, like I was laughing at, it. I thought it was funny. It was, it was kind of funny, I guess. It was but kind of funny. Oh, I fucking hate it. Funny I fucking not hated funny this way. Fucking movie so fucking. <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> the one thing I the issue I had with it was, um, and it's something I've noticed in a lot of TV shows and movies is over-explaining jokes. It's like, don't, mm-hmm. instead of, oh, instead God. of like, you know, having something and then calling back to it subtly and going, oh, oh, that's kind of funny. It's like, oh, that's fine. Oh, and then they just explain the whole joke to you and it's like, what? Like, my, yeah. my example here is when Zac Efron wakes up and I, la- I did laugh. I think it was the first time in the movie I laughed. Um, he had that swastika made of penises on his forehead. Yeah, he wakes up after the, the, the meth trip, and he's in the he's in he's on the beach. Or, no, oh, he's, no on he's on the beach. The beach right? Yeah, and he's facetiming with his fiance, and he's got a swastika of dicks on his forehead. Which I laugh because it's it's stupid, but it, the novelty wears off fast. But I'm like, okay, whatever. So later in the movie, they're driving in like an ice cream truck. I, I don't even want to explain what's happening. The movie's still out of control, <laughs> and that uh, drug dealer guy Pam is in the oh, back of the truck with Zac Efron's dad, oh and he's dick facing him. And I was thinking, oh, it'd be, you know, it'd be a funny way to tell this joke is that, oh, you see him doing the swaz penis on his forehead. And it's like, oh, that was the guy that did it earlier. Yeah, That's yeah, kind of yeah. funny. But no, what happens is he doesn't even draw the swaz. He just draws a bunch of dicks on his face. And then even, they can't even just leave it at that. So you go, oh, okay, yeah, it was him at the party who did that. It's Zac Efron then goes, what are you doing to my dad? Oh, I'm just drawing penis on his face. 
were you the guy at the party that drew a penis yeah. on every on my face? Yeah. It's like, well, thanks for explaining the joke, <laughs> you idiots. It's like they can't they can't just yeah. let the audience. It's like they think the audience is so stupid, which a lot of them probably are. To which they probably are, and they probably laugh at that. It's like, no, just be subtle. And if people don't get the joke, then that's their loss. Brain, you seem like but, you're plagiarizing this point from Andy's last post on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? I did talk a lot about uh, yeah stretching out a joke too far yeah for other reasons but so Josh what else talk well you know the whole bad Santa and well the fabric of the main character Zach Efron I can't remember his name I don't care Uh, it's Jason Jason oh yeah it was Jason we keep laughing because we were watching it with our friend Jason it's Zach Efron it's Zach Efron Efron. he can't do any other character but himself like that's it like most comedy actors Mm -hmm. comedy. Yeah, in finger, air quotes. Finger quotes. Actor. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Performer, whatever, you, whatever term suits him. Boy. We're supposed to, quotes. you know, yeah, we're supposed to believe that this guy is extremely conservative. You know, he's wearing uh, the little sweater around his neck and he's je- dressed in uh, a very great apparel. He's like for, a, lo- he's a lawyer, right? He's, yeah, he's a lawyer, he's, yeah. He's supposed to be fancy boy. Yeah. And then he's also got his girlfriend calling him the whole time and he's trying to maintain a, a fake situation by telling her things that aren't happening like he's going according to the road trip that was originally planned not telling her about the detour to daytona yeah she's super like strict and controlling she's just she's the worst person you've ever seen in your life yeah like almost like stereotypically she's a fiance by the way so they're to be married yeah and it's it's just almost like the cliche like bitchy wife like in a way where it's but just ramp it up to a level where it's not even believable exactly in a movie that is supposed to be in a believable world like it's it's supposed to be our world. Yeah, that that's that's something that frustrated me a lot because it, it kind of reminded me of Step Brothers in that way, where mm-hmm. people are just doing things that don't make any sense, and it's like in a well, world where things it's, are supposed to make. It's sense. supposed, to, yeah, it's supposed to be just our world. It's not Lord of the Rings or something. It's not like, a we're Bugs not, Bunny cartoon. Or something. Yeah, it's just a normal a normal world. I, no, I I definitely yeah. agree with you though because he he just started. He would just all of a sudden he'd be partying and yeah. then he wouldn't be partying. He'd be like, oh no, I'm a conservative guy. And then they did this fake thing where he's like, yeah, I'm gonna break off the wedding. And then uh, and then he's like, oh well, maybe I won't. And then and then there's another ten minutes where he's actually gonna get married. And I'm and I was I remember thinking. Like, do you guys think that we believe that he's like? Obviously, he's not going to go through with it. And now you just added, you just padded ten more minutes onto the runtime of this stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, like, I, so this is the first movie I've ever seen with Zac Efron in it. I don't know a lot what he does. I never, obviously, never saw. Him yeah, me, me too. And I definitely movies. thought a lot less of him after. Yes. Have, and I already thought very low of him because I'm like, oh, he's just some crappy a High School he, Musical. I mean, that's. He fucking, he fucking sucks. Like this is clearly a case where it's like he's just gotten by off of being a handsome dude, and he's he's like ripped or whatever. But because he has fucking zero personality and charisma, I know that's a repeat of what we talked about last episode. But he just has some angst here. Zero personality. Yeah, he's sleazy. Yeah. So the one thing that was really off-putting for me too is Robert De Niro. There would be scenes where he was super strong and stuff, like he would be uh-huh. lifting Zac Efron in the air and doing one-handed push-ups. And in the next scene, he he would just be like limping around, exactly like an eighty-year-old man. Like, oh, I need, get, need to get off this couch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 and it it was just really weird. I was like, what is what and is going he, on? He's beating up. He's beating up an entire gangsters, gang of yeah. black dudes. <laughs> yeah, like, and then singing weird carry there was a karaoke scene where he was rapping and he's oh, saying the n-word a bunch fuck. yeah <laughs> that was so bad 
Because How does that every happen? Every second of this movie was insufferable. Yeah, so it just it just didn't. It was that type of duality where in one scene Robert De Niro is uh, mm-hmm. really strong, all of a sudden he's kind of like an old man and he's falling apart. Like he almost had. He also had that like old man look where their face looks like stretched back, like it's drooping off of their their face because their skin is really loose. And then like all of a sudden he wouldn't. And that was every character in the movie. Like one second they'd be doing one thing that, and then something that's totally contradictory to their character. Yeah. And there's no explanation or acknowledgement of it. Like it's nope. not even meant to be a joke or anything. They just anyway. I, I, why am I talking so much about so, this movie as if I should, as if I can grade it like a movie? Sucked. Yeah, when when Zac Efron and De Niro are doing like that flex off thing on the stage where he's holding right. off that you mentioned. Remember Zac Efron has this moment because they're in front of a huge crowd. He's like, "What am I doing?" Oh, right. and he runs off stage, and you're supposed to like sympathize with him. He's like, "I'm a lawyer. I can't be having my picture taken." Yeah, people are gonna see this. me at the spring break. Yeah, and I was like, two nights ago, muscles. It's not like yeah. he's doing anything of just like well, yeah. crazy. And at, at this party two nights ago, he was smoking crack <laughs> and like you know getting super drunk, and it's like. Okay, I, I'm sure there's pictures of you already. Like you, you probably, if you're a lawyer, you shouldn't be smoking crack that, at parties. They showed at the end at the at the wedding thing when he breaks off the yeah. wedding, right? They have a slideshow and there's all these pictures of like his ass and stuff and him being yeah, high on meth. It's and like this false making out with zombie old ladies and stuff. Yeah, it's this false sympathy thing they try to yeah, slide in there. And it's, it's a lot of yeah, what, what we're just mixed. T- touched on. It's just super inconsistent. Yes, yeah, huge with inconsistencies their char- with their character traits. I guess across the board. Yeah. And I, and you know, in, in the larger picture, it makes me, you know, lose a lot of respect. Like, I, I wasn't a big Zach Efron fan. <laughs> really lost a lot of respect for Zach Efron after seeing this movie. But for De Niro, because uh, I actually liked him as an actor. Well, I mean, he's had quality works, especially early on in his career and all that. Well, that's stuff the thing, early on. Yeah, no, he's dropped off the ball the last few years. That's the thing. He's just really going through this downward spiral. And if you're a De Niro fan, well, fuck you. But, <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, um, that's right. What I was going to speak. Yeah, you kind of remind me of that scene with Danny Glover. Oh yeah, that Mueller, was hilarious. You were, you were laughing so yeah, hard. Yeah, Danny Glover's uh, sitting there in the old folks' home, and he's watching. He's watching Alf. And, oh and, yeah, and, yeah, it was really and good. I, I don't know what happened on the screen, but something like blew up. blew up or something. And Danny, it's the first line that he says in the whole movie. Yeah. And and Robert De Niro walks in the room, and you just hear Danny Glover going, "Yeah, fuck him up, Alf." <laughs> like and yeah. it was, I don't know. I just was like funny. I was killing myself laughing. I don't know why. I think it was. I think I just wasn't expecting to hear anything remotely funny. Yeah. Or, or like yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the humor came from. Was like just being so deprived that anything. That was mm-hmm. remotely funny. Anyways, um, so do you, you got any other points bef- of Dirty Santa Man before we hit oh, on? It's a pile of garbage. I mean, we, we covered <laughs> yeah. most of the, the, the greasy of aspects of this uh, <laughs> abomination. Well, I, I, got, I got one to cover here because, again, I'm watching this movie by myself and it's just fucking insufferable. Trying to find some kind of silver lining. That elf line was not as funny when I repeated it here. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. I liked it. At the moment, it was good. Uh, it was good. This movie, for as vulgar as it is, they're you know they're going to this Daytona Beach style spring break event. The Aubrey chick is just talking about how she's going to bang Grandpa the whole time. No tits in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> I'm thinking, all right, it's a comedy. It's not funny, so I know that. Like, I'm not getting any humor out of this whatsoever. But it's super vulgar, so maybe there'll be tits every now. No, you get to see a dick, but <laughs> no oh, yeah. tits. Yeah, Robert Robert Niro's they, dick. Maybe, they maybe could what have redeemed something there. No tits whatsoever in this movie. If you're going to yeah. be this dumb, vulgar comedy like that, like... Give me something. Give me something to work with. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, I was. I was actually saying like they 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 should have just been more vulgar and just taken it 
to the extreme and uh, mm-hmm. then the, I don't know maybe there would have been some shock value or something out of it or well, yeah like that that sex scene was a dry hump scene it wasn't a sex she scene. was wearing yeah. clothes but she was making yeah. sounds like she was getting off and it's yeah. like yeah. you're What's wearing underwear it was complete there was just dry hump how is there's no penis inside you right she now she got pregnant from his clothes uh, tell me you're upset that there's no <laughs> senior <laughs> yeah, discount at this Denny's yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> another thing that, that pissed me off and this is something a lot of modern comedies do is like this comedy uh, bait and switch where at the end they make it like this dramatic oh, right. lesson thing it's like so the whole movie as, as you can gather from some of the things we've said or if you've seen it uh, it's just this just vulgar slapdick movie just constant super vulgar jokes for the sake of being vulgar nothing clever or anything they're, they're smoking crack and talking about banging grandpas and all this <laughs> shit and then, at the, and then like the last 25-ish minutes or so of this, they, they turn it into this, uh, oh, Grandpa, it's like a, Grandpa's, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm, I'm trying to make you realize you're wasting your life and this, this woman's controlling you, so it's so dirty Grandpa turns out he's just, he's trying to save his grandson from not living out but there's his dreams. No, but there's no clues to that up to that point really at all. It's like there's kind of subtle hints about it, but it's just, Suddenly, the last twenty-five minutes, it's like it almost becomes a drama film. It does. All yeah. of a sudden, at the end, it's just film. a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of air quotes here. Yeah. A lot of a lot of comedy movies do this, and I fucking hate it. Where it's like you're this slapdick comedy, and then all of a sudden, there's this bait and switch at the end that's totally, completely unearned. Yeah. Like I'm okay with it if it's earned. A good example of this is, is Shaun of the Dead when he has to kill his spoiler alert. He only has to kill his mom at the end because she's. Turning it into a zombie because it's earned, and that movie actually has like an emotional weight kind of sprinkled throughout it, not just like oh, at the end he has to kill. So is zombies. Edgar Wright going to be the new Star Wars on this uh, podcast? I hope so. I'd love we to talk about Edgar Wright all the time. <laughs> and can't go an episode without bringing it up. <laughs> did we talk about him last episode? Probably. We have to edit something you in there. Fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, you literally compared a piece of gold, Shaun of the Dead, to a piece of shit. Well, they're comedies. <laughs> you know, this. I mean, comedies. The, the thing, comedies. Yeah. The thing is, I don't like a lot of modern comedies. Like Edgar Wright's the only example of a director who consistently does comedies that I like. I can't really think mm-hmm. of anyone else. So it is. He is kind of my go-to for that. Guillermo del Toro. His, his comedies. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I can't wait to see that one. Um, but the, so the last thing I couldn't figure out about this movie is who the fuck is this movie for? I initially went into it thinking that just because it it was Zac Efron in it, and I know he's like a, the kind of the the cr- the crush like the teen crush sort of character. So, but you're watching it's like, well, it's certainly not that. Uh, but it's also yeah, he's That's just weird. the biggest pussy ever in this entire movie. Yeah. But then it's, I don't know. It's for white bros aged like 18 to 25. I think, yeah, blue collar workers. Yeah, uh, I guess. Because so. J- Jason, Jason was saying his old coworker at like at oh, the, yeah, he's at the chicken the sawdust yeah. mill loved it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, that's probably. And that was a red flag for him. He's yeah. like, all right, this is going to suck. Yeah, and yeah. again, I guess I'm just going off Mill of, workers, oil workers. I'm going off so. of my preconceived notions going into it, not knowing anything about it. I also thought like a like Dirty Grandpa this is going to be maybe a movie for not like old people but older like people in their 40s and 50s and being like oh see these kids don't think we're cool and it turns out we are cool but it's way more <laughs> vulgar than that Yeah. so it's definitely not that it'd be and too like, vulgar it's for it's definitely not well that. ironically I did watch it with my mom and her boyfriend who are 
considerably older than me. You watched this movie with your mom? It was her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's the kicker. Man, I can't. Was I, it awkward? I, it was her choice. It was their choice. I said, <laughs> and they'd seen it before. Oh, no. oh it's, it's hilarious, they said. Let's watch it, Josh. It's what? so funny. And they were laughing, and I'm just thinking, Dear God. What other we're gonna, movies? We're going to have is to have a, terrible. Word with, a word with Troll Mom. <laughs> what other movies taste. does your mom watch with, like, have you seen with your mom? Oh, I've made her watch uh, well, that, numerous no, that she, horror movies. That she, wants, that she wants to watch. Like, what other movies would, would your she mom She likes musicals. Oh, okay, well, that's why she wanted, that's why she loved Dirty Grandpa so much. Oh, the, the rap aspect, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that great rap. Dirty De Niro rapping away, <laughs> using the N-word freely. Yeah. They so... Have- uh, how many star? How many? What would you give this movie if you had to give her a rating? I'd give it nothing. Nothing. The absence <laughs> of ratings. <The> absence. <laughs> Anti-rating. It's a pretty obvious zero. I can't. <laughs> zero redeeming qualities to this movie. I thought. Yeah, zero nothing. redeeming qualities out of ten redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Zero. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a two. You like that Pam well, guy? You said you've seen him in other. Yeah, because he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, oh right, yeah. Oh, that's a drug dealer funny. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like him in the movie. I like him. Well, he's the same, so you're not gonna like him anywhere else. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, I think he just plays the same character always, but he's got a bit of charisma. I think I like uh, you know the, that that salt and pepper man hair, that that fifty year old man hair. It's uh, a little bit of gray in it, a little bit of still mm. brown in it. Mm. You know, it's oh. uh, Ooh. yeah, it's a. Uh, what else do you like? It's really attractive. So, <laughs> um, Exotic. Let's move on to the gremlin of the week. Gremlin of the week, our first guest gremlin. Josh, take it from here. Well, I love them all, you know. How can you not? But the one I'm going to bring up. That's the current. Damn it, I was going to bring up my list. (laughs) Well, I had to go to Gremlins 2, the new batch. And there's that scene with that one gremlin. I don't know his exact name, but he drinks the potion because he's just going crazy drinking whatever. And he drinks the one that turns him into uh, a burping vegetable spewing tomato growing on his skin gremlin. Oh, yeah. Burping vegetable him. tomato spewing growing on his skin gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. Let's call him tomato gremlin. How about that? I love tomato how gremlin. many of these gremlins have been spawned from them just drinking stuff in the laboratory. <laughs> yeah. It's just great. Like, it, it stuck with me, as I said to Andy once. Um, just just the, the energy in the scene, how he's just burping and he's morphing and changing it stuck with me as a kid it made an impression a visual impression that i can see in my mind to this day yeah he's like growing like <laughs> lettuce and like peppers that's and tomato right. that's right cheeks. it's it's yeah. it's really weird it's like it's kind of so comedic but it's kind of horrific he's a guard yeah. he's a garden gremlin like he's just a walking hydroponics yeah, sort of. like garden it's really yeah. weird like yeah, gross almost. It's like, ugh. And I think like, I'm pretty sure he makes an appearance on that uh, that TV cooking show, The Microwaving with Marge. Oh, whatever, does he? Whatever it was called. Yeah, she's like boiling some pot or something, and then he like pops out of it, and he's like already in. Oh, that was that's oh, right. Oh, man, yeah, he's right. gross. He's Yeah, he's totally... He's like very a, gross. He's looking. like a greenhouse gremlin, I might call him. It's like, despite the fact that they're all like pretty, like these fleshy monsters, like with a, almost like a layer of slime over all of them, there is something really disturbing looking about to that, that garden gremlin. Like he's, I don't know, I can't quite pinpoint what it is, but he's very, very disturbing to look at. He makes an impression. Oh. You just can't forget him. He's great. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him now. That is gross. Yeah, he's got like, <laughs> he's got carrots coming off of his, as yeah. a beard. Like, like, it looks like fungus almost, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty disturbing, that level of... He like does us trolls proud. It's pretty disconcerting. 
There's there's various toys and stuffed animals of him. It looks like. Oh God, I gotta I get I gotta get some of those. Yeah. You know, gremlins are a cousin of goblins, which are a cousin of trolls. <laughs> so he's kind of like a second cousin to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool. the relations of wolves and dogs. There's trolls and gremlins. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, moving on to my most hated movie ever. Um, Spider-Man. Whoa. Homecoming. Homecoming. New Spider-Man comes home. This is, of course, the newest Spider-Man you're talking the about. The newest it Spider-Man. Not the old Spider-Man. In or the, the old Spider-Man. Yeah, or, or, the, or the old Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, the amazing Spider-Man. One more Spider-Man. One more. The spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man back. So, uh... <clears throat> It's, it's Spider-Man. Uh, there's no. Do we, need. Do, do we need a plot synopsis here? Like it's it's the same Spider-Man movie f- as usual, except it starts after he's already been. Bitten. Yeah, so he's, he's already Spider-Man. Say, they skipped yeah. out the, the origin, and he's already Spider-Man. Yeah, so it, I think uh, I think they, if he in the Marvel Civil War, he kind of he kind of shows up in yeah, that movie does. and spite and fights alongside <clears throat> Tony Stark. <clears throat> And then he goes back home, and he has to live his life just as a normal kid. And he's uh, wanting to prove he, himself. He wants to, to be Avengers. an Avenger, yeah. but he, uh, but he, but, but he's you know, also he's like fourteen or 15? he's fifteen. Yeah, it's a little Tony's, young. Tony yeah. Stark is he's not like ah oh, you know you're too young you gotta yeah. learn things first. Yeah. So so enough about Spider Man himself. Let's let's I well, we'll get we'll get well what, well before all right before, before we go forward here, Muller, I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> <laughs> I had no intention of ever watching this movie. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, you know, you're, we're going to go see Spider-Man tonight. You want to come? And, you know, of course, you happen to pick a night where I'm not doing anything. And uh, That's every much. night, by the way. <laughs> no, I had, a week, I, had a, I had a week off, so I wasn't working or anything. So, uh, Where'd you go for your vacation? To uh, your basement? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the movie theater several times. Uh, Inside but I his know, mind. Like, <laughs> I, I especially having just uh, did the Wonder Woman episode a few episodes ago, I was just like, I I, I got to take a break from these superhero movies. But then, and then you just <laughs> suckered me back in. And I, I remember talking about uh, Wonder Woman with a, a buddy of mine, and he's he's like, yeah, he's like, you'll end up seeing seeing more though. And I was like, nah, nah. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna see another for a while. But then you, <laughs> you, you jerk, you made a liar out of you. Me back you just sprayed your web all over him. <laughs> what a fool uh, you look like. But I'm saying it now. This is this this movie. Uh, this is the cutoff for me for Marvel movies. Maybe a superhero movie makes it in here and there, but for Marvel Marvel movies, I'm cutting them off. So you're saying that you might watch one again. You might watch a DC movie then. <laughs> Maybe those are such a fantastic trend. Yeah. That, that's good yeah. podcast fodder. This this movie was just like, oh. Mm. No, this is some good podcast fodder. There, there, so, there is some stuff. So we've all seen it, but Braden has not. So do you have any predictions yes. for what happens in this movie? I have a variety of you predictions. You said yes very quickly. I did. <laughs> I mean, I didn't plan these ahead of time yeah, at all. Yeah. It's almost as if you knew he had predictions. He puts yeah. the dick in predictions. <laughs> it's his dick in predictions. That's right. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this dirty grandpa like jokes that are vulgar and not funny don't you know how comedy works Mo? that's how comedy works yeah, you just you shove got, dick as much as you can yeah you just you just shove as many uh, vulgar terms up someone's butthole uh-huh. as you can more like soiled grandpa <laughs> <laughs> change me dicks so what, what are what are your predictions? Okay, so here are, here are the things that I predict happened so in should we Spider-Man: tell, Homecoming. Should we tell you in real time whether no. they happen? No. Okay. No. Okay, you you just make your predictions. Okay, prediction number one: 
Uncle Ben flashbacks that show life lessons of Peter Parker that he will apply in the movie to get out of jams and sticky situations. Okay. <laughs> jams. Jams and, st- jams and jellies. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Michael Keaton is a petty crook and is either busted by Spider-Man or narrowly escapes him. And then someone with resources that wants Spider-Man out of the picture and also somehow knows of Michael Keaton's very fresh and confusingly fiery hatred for Spider-Man gives him the vulture suit creating the Birdman villain. Birdman doesn't hold up his end of the bargain and goes rogue. Iron Man helps him out with tech stuff, helping Spider-Man out with tech stuff, i.e. Well, fix, that's a pretty fixing general... <laughs> or improving his web shooters. That's a pretty general... Uh, well, well, I don't prediction. know. They established that in Civil War. Uh, oh. Spider-Man is in the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've seen this. You're being mean. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, didn't mean to hurt I- your Iron, Iron Man hits on Aunt May and or <laughs> makes repeated comments about how he wants to bang Aunt May. Audience is confused because we aren't supposed to be sexually attracted to Aunt May and having an attractive middle-aged Marissa Tomei play here is weird. Yeah, I was about to say, to be fair, it's Marissa um, Tomei, so he should be wanted. Yeah, he should. He should be saying how much he wants She's to She's aged very well. Um, this next one was about Pat, who actually isn't here right now. Uh, Pat, <laughs> Pat, after seeing this movie, went home and jerked off to YouTube clips of Marissa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny at least once the <laughs> night he saw this movie. At least. At least. <laughs> Another Avengers... <What? laughs> Another Avengers character shows up for comedic scene slash Avengers promo jerk-off. Uh, Iron Man comes through in the final battle, perhaps to even out an unfair fight, but lets Spider-Man beat Birdman as it's something he has to do on his own. Spider-Man probably says these exact words to him. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson is played by a black woman. Uh, Mary... Mary... Hey. M... M- <laughs> MJ and Gwen were the love interests in the first two Spider-Man series or whatever. So my prediction is that Felicia Hardy will be the love interest in this one. And with up the up, I don't understand that prediction because like they always changed his love interest. Like in in the original Spider Man, it's like it's Mary Jane, and then they didn't want to do Mary Jane in the Amazing Spider Man, so they go, oh, he's dating in Gwen Stacy. Oh, so these are not the actresses' names; these are their. This is yeah, Felicia Hardy is an actual character. Felicia Hardy. She plays like the black hat or something like that. She's a character in the Spider-Man. But yeah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Whew. Okay, and then Dodged my last, the there. my last prediction oh, she's is white, so she's not in Dodged movie. a Muller there. <laughs> okay, last prediction is with the upcoming Venom movie coming out next year, Eddie Brock will be in this movie in a limited role, and there will be after-credit scenes that hint towards the upcoming movie. Oh, see that prediction you definitely fucked up on. Yeah, that's that, a different cinematic universe. Is that is that all your predictions? That's retarded. <laughs> that's <laughs> that the is. case. Is that yes. all your predictions? That's all for now. And I, I had a funny thought about the name Homecoming. Does he win the title? Of, they don't know his identity, so is it like Why does he get Homecoming King homecoming. and Homecoming Queen and like? Because you don't know what gender. Because like, is Spider Man a when or woman? So he, she wants to, and then he's got to, he's got to do the double thing where he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm Peter Parker, I got the king, and then he has to change to Spider Man and at the prom. No. Well, let me give me, give you my take on your, <laughs> on your predictions. Wrong. Oh, very very wrong about pretty much everything. everyone. Oh. Almost every one of those predictions was Except wrong. Except the Pat one. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Pat, Pat one was spot on. That's a given. Um, the the J Jonah Jameson one is not far off. So, some of your predictions would have been a much better story than what actually Actually, because yeah. these predictions yeah. came from like, okay, what is a, just a typical Marvel movie? What is going to happen to one of those? And like, that sounds, am I, am I wrong? Does that sound like a typical 
crappy Marvel well, movie. Yeah, I I, I, I want to yeah. say that I don't think that this movie follows the exact typical structure. No, and it's it's, def- so, it's definitely a bit different. And I think that that's what like because I was talking to people saying this is my favorite Marvel movie of them all. This is the what? best one, which was an in- really so, insane. To say that what I came up with was better than what's in the actual movie well, that is scary. Yeah, so let's. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna talk about the villain here, but I Birdman. Uh, you got a you got a thing first, Birdman. <laughs> Boydman. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird. Uh, the the snippet of credit I'll give this new one. Uh, I always complain about a lot of big blockbuster movies, particularly the superhero movies, <laughs> just being way too epic. Like they just scale yes. everything up. It's always about saving the entire city or the entire world. It's never something more scaled down. And this one actually is quite a bit more scaled down. Like it's just oh. it's just a, a vulture guy, uh, Birdman. He's uh, he's just stealing shit, basically. He's he's not about to blow up the entire city and stealing like, alien technology. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Michael Keaton is the villain, Birdman. Birdman. Uh, That's his name in the movie, isn't it? Birdman. No. They never once call no. him by the vulture or Birdman or anything. They don't even say. Well, they're definitely that. not right. calling him by Birdman because that's a movie that came out like five years ago. That's nothing to do with Marvel. It's a far superior. Movie. <laughs> a far superior movie. So yeah. So his motivation makes very little sense. So I'm gonna, so little sense. I'm, I'm going to work backwards a little bit, a little bit on this one to try to try to get this across. So he's this cr- crazy villain. You know, he has this alien. Bird eagle wingsuit. It's got fans and weapons and lasers and like it's it's crazy advanced. His his suit. It's actually a really cool suit. I, I thought. What I, I, I liked, liked the design. What of I it. liked about it less the wings got a little bit too Michael yeah. Bay Transformers looking. A little bit for me. Uh, but I like that they complement. Like the wings are the only robotic part of his suit. Other than that, like he's just wearing like a leather jacket that has like fluff around the collar. Yeah, that was and cool. It actually, and and like a mask that just looks like a like a pilot's mask or whatever. I, it actually looked that part of it made it look pretty. I cool. mean, so Michael Michael Keaton was similar, kind of similar to Prometheus or Alien Covenant. He was simultaneously the worst and the best part of this movie. Uh, yeah. uh, probably a horribly written character that Michael Keaton did a good job trying to fix himself. Okay, um, with his acting. So, but anyway, so he. He's he's this supervillain, right? He's killing people. He cuts this entire ferry in half that's got probably a good thousand people on it and mm-hmm. could kill all of them. Uh, and it, I mean, it definitely they don't show what happened, but if he lasered through the entire thing, it definitely killed at least a couple just doing that. Yeah, and oh yeah, he, oh, yeah definitely. And once he finds out that uh, Peter Parker is Spider Man, he has a conversation with him, and he and he pulls out like, a pistol and is like threatening a, this fifteen year old kid and mm-hmm. like screaming at him. Uh, one of his henchmen is being pretty unloyal, so he just vaporizes him, yeah. which is actually kind of a funny part because he shows like right after he's he's like, oh, I didn't realize that was the vaporizer gun. I thought I was just gonna stun him. <laughs> he like he vaporizes yeah. this guy. So that was that was per- that was actually pretty funny. But he's he's a super evil evil dude. So why did he just kill Peter Parker then when he had the gun to his head? Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. But mm. um, so what? What could have driven this guy so mad, so far over the edge that he's become, you know, he's the super villain. He'll stop at nothing to continue selling alien weapons to gang members, making them all this cash, but also putting so many people, innocent people in danger and keep, keeping that going. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what the motivation is. You see, it's, it's, his, it's his family. He, has, he needs all this money. He needs it so bad so that he can take care of them. You know, so through the movie, there's this mysterious thing going on with his loved ones, and it's, it's, driving, him, it's, it's driving him 
to desperation. You know, what could it be? You know, maybe his wife is in a wheelchair and she's got all these expensive cancer treatments or, you know. Like a Dr. Freeze style thing. Yeah, maybe his kid is kidnapped and he owes some ransom or. So we as the audience are wondering why he needs his first family so So, so, so it's like, oh, maybe maybe he's gotten to debt with the mob and in order to protect the ones he loves, he has to keep paying back some unfair mobster working a, a life of slave labor and crime. So we do find out exactly what the problem is uh, by the end. And uh, the problem is that he, he needs to maintain his family's comfortable, rif- rich lifestyle. Very rich. <laughs> so you find out later in the movie uh, that you, 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 you end up at his house uh, with his suburban family and he just lives in a mansion. A very like modernized <laughs> mansion too. Everything is like super sleek. and, and So was he like a CEO and then lost his job and then has to keep up that standard? No. So let's, no? let's talk about that. So in, the, in the, very, the, very first scene of, the very first scene of the movie, you see Michael Keaton and his crew. Yeah, this is literally opening. This is, this is opening, the opening scene. Opening thing you see. So, so he's, he's, he's a garbage man. He's uh, he's doing this cleanup job after salvage. Uh, yes, he's doing after the wreckage oh. of the Avengers. Right, he's a Avengers. garbage man. They didn't use toxic waste. Give him <laughs> what a waste! No, what a waste! That's eighties. As a yeah. side note, we we all feel strongly that toxic waste needs to come back needs in to the come film. Back. Yeah, it's we, a great plot device. We, we were watching uh, the Toxic Avengers. I think Avengers two yeah. weeks ago. Now that would be a Marvel movie. I would see the, the Toxic Avengers the better remake. Avengers movies, the Toxic Avengers. <laughs> so the Toxic Avenger is this amazing '80s movie where. This guy gets thrown in a in a vat of uh, toxic waste, toxic waste, and turns into I don't know just some monster, and he goes around murdering people who are bullies, and it's it's hilarious, and it has insane Great. insane bullies who their form of like high school bullying is running over children with their car <laughs> and stomping in their heads, like like it's, they're just so insane. It's a don't great... forget taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, and they're taking Polaroids of themselves <laughs> yeah. doing this demented. It's yeah. a great unapologetically sleazy sleazy. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, so toxic waste needs to come back. No, so so Michael Keaton's doing this this cleanup job after the wreckage of the Avengers. Right, they've destroyed the city. So he, I, I think he might it's, even be bo- at the bottom of the Avengers building. It's always right. about He's, cleaning yeah, up after so. the Avengers. Yeah, yeah there's been a couple about that. Yeah, because because the, they're so they're such great movies that they've had a ripple effect. Uh, into every other movie, <laughs> um, so he. So, so the idea is he's he's got this he's got this contract with the city, right? He's got this huge, expensive truck that he got to do this year long salvage this is already job. Funny. Yeah, I don't know he's why. even he's even saying yeah. to the, his crew, he's like, oh, you know, we can't let him, we can't can't screw this up. We got this great contract with the city <clears> to clean up all the salvage. We're gonna make tons of money. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So he's got he's got all, everyone. He's hired extra workers. He's put it all in the line so he can expand his business because this great opportunity is 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 has come up, and uh, you know he, he really wants to make something of himself. So. Um, so he's got the dough rolling in. You know, I don't know if he's in debt with the mob or he's got a retarded kid or something, but you know, the, the dough's rolling in. He doesn't have a problem right now. In rolls the big bad guys. So uh, Tony Stark and the government have formed some sort of cleanup 
team or whatever. This so, is already getting so so, so 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 just view it as <laughs> I don't know the FBI cleanup men. I don't know they they come in so they so they come in. You guys have to stop this salvage. We're taking over. We're the government. There's alien crap in this wreckage, and you guys have to get out of here. You know whatever the Area 51 spiel is or or whatnot. So so Michael Keaton is super pissed, and he goes, he's like, I have a contract with the city. You know, like I've I've spent all this money. Like you're gonna ruin me. And they're like, it doesn't matter. We're the we're the we're the government. Like you have to get out of here. So, uh, so the way that the the filmmakers present this is, you know, Michael Keaton is screwed. Now he's gonna go bankrupt. How is he gonna help his uh, kid in the wheelchair? Whatever his problem is, um, <laughs> that he that he has to keep that dough coming in. And it's like, oh, he's totally screwed. And it's like. No, he has a contract with the city. He can just yeah. sue the city and get paid. Like you just got a year free vacation now. That was the first thing that I thought. Yeah, it's like and like yeah, it's the very first thing you think. Like it's like like they present it like Michael Keaton wants to do the physical labor yeah. more than he, he wants the money. Specifically it's like, mentioned the contract. So he has a, he has contract, a contract with the government and then they they come along saying uh, no, we don't need you. We're working with uh, Tony yeah. Stark and his crew. They're going to clean it up because there's all this alien <laughs> technology they want. So it's, it's like okay. Yeah, well, sure. Take, take over. Still, Great. You still got to fucking pay me for it. So yeah, yeah. it's like they're just like, I'm sue your ass. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> really it's really sta- and they're not even the city, so he can probably just get paid by the city. I mean, it's not like the city has to pay for them, so they have this whatever budget set aside. And I'm sure that I'm sure that based on everything you know about Iron Man and Tony Stark, he would probably be like, yeah, just just pay the guy, like you know. But I, then he's like, well, I've been screwed out of this contract. I guess I'll be a super villain now. Yeah, yeah. So it immediately skips <laughs> to eight years in the future or ten years in the future, and then and he's a super. Villain. And now he's a super villain because because he's like I I need what? this cash. So the so the one thing that he says to his, his guys is like oh we've got a we've already started some of the salvage and we have some of this alien stuff so why don't we just uh, tuck that away and so they go <laughs> eight years in the future and all of a sudden all these garbage men have been making advanced yeah. alien weapons out of this these technology are, these are construction workers and salvage cleanup guys and now they are they are taking the alien technology they find from going through all the salvage and whatnot and and creating their own like super the reverse weapons engineering. And stuff. It's like where what? did uh, where did these garbage men get their advanced engineering degree <laughs> yeah. like, to wait, to use alien technology to make weapons? Yeah, they're they're not they're not <laughs> creating wow. complicated you know a car which just takes a team of a thousand engineers to get all those pieces together. Yeah. Uh, they're creating completely new technology that no one has made yet or, or or i guess just tony stark's <laughs> yeah. top literally engineers. and figuratively alien technology yeah <laughs> yeah or they like they're like modifying alien technology i think the new right? terminology is interdimensional Ooh. <laughs> yeah don't say alien that's offensive sorry <laughs> that's racist <laughs> they also you don't Specious. see any of that Specious. happen because you just see him losing his contract and then boom eight years later well i'm a super so how do they have access to all this so like they went oh to the they scraps? just keep stealing from places yeah, they just kind of keep stealing scrap or whatever. And um, I think they make weapons and sell it to people. That that's their whole shtick. Wow. That's okay. how, so that's how yeah. he makes. And money. the family thinks he's still a garbage man, though. And yeah, he I don't know. What, I don't know what laundering scheme. They never explained how he money laundered all of this. because like, okay, well, whatever. No way they would like, yeah. like the super heist they have. There's no way they would have enough time to. So. So he's a pair of regular. This movie already. So we're like, what, two, five minutes into the movie? And it's like, yeah, yeah it's this, is very, this is very much the opening scene. So, so he's, um, he is stupid, 
right? And <laughs> and they establish at the beginning of this movie that he and he seems like a decent guy, right? He's just trying to make the best life for himself or whatever. And fast forward just eight years, dad, uh, yeah, all, all of a sudden he's yeah. he's he's a supervillain. He's flying around. Yeah, that wingsuit is. It seems almost as advanced as Tony Stark's Iron Man. Oh, it's suit. very much. It's, it's 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 incredible. It's like, a, it's like I said, it's like a million. It's very, very much reminiscent of the Michael Bay Transformers robots where there's a million little moving parts. It's kind of what I don't like about it. But it's clearly super advanced. It's not just like like a wingsuit. He's running off of a hill. There's like complicated robotics going on there. So it's immediately not believable that he would be so upset about what happened to him. Like they talk about... Yeah, yeah, you can get another contract, yeah, just, as, as, and you're still going to get paid for this contract, or you can sue them and yeah, make a lot I, of money. Actually, I really like this comment that the that these government guys make. They're like, "Well, uh, you shouldn't have rented such a big vehicle." Then, like, they make some some snarky comment. <laughs> Sorry for trying to do a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you should have, you should have. Oh, what what should I have done? Should I have gotten a contract that would ensure I'm paid <laughs> yeah. for it? Like, like what do you like? like it was it, just everything falls so flat. So you don't really believe his mo- mind. You again, Michael Keaton actually is great in. This it's mm-hmm. just that his character is written so poorly. Like he, the character motivations are terrible. They're terrible, and, and also explaining how a bunch of garbage men are such advanced engineers. Hmm. They don't do anything to explain that. No. <laughs> yeah, the, the most that they do is they're like, oh, one guy on our team is kind of smart, and he like tinkers around with uh, some technology. <laughs> yeah, it, I used to solder in high school. I think I know how to manipulate alien technology. That's 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 wow. pretty much what it is, and they they make very little effort to establish that guy as much. Of a real genius at all, and uh, there's like five people on their crew or something like not that. A like, big crew, it, and the amount, the, the amount, of, the wingsuit itself would probably take ten years to develop with a team of a hundred engineers who are all went to MIT or something. Yeah, this is well, so, insane. So here's another thing too: they show who they're selling these weapons they're making to, and it's just like a drug deal. It's just like some guy on the street. Yeah, it was great. So it's not like they've <laughs> gone to the Russian government and they're going to all these different. They're selling it for like billions. It, it, they're it, just yeah. going yeah, to dudes thug. on the street, and even one of the the guys that he talks to. Yeah, is probably what you're yeah, yeah. About Dan, so to Dan, say. Danny Glover shows up in this movie. Not, oh wow! Uh, no, not the old, the, the young Danny Glover. Donald um, Glover. Donald Glover. Uh, Donnie <laughs> um, Glover. He's in. He's in Community. Um, the glove fits. So, so yeah. So, so he's he's uh, you know the the black gang guy buying weapons or whatever. So, so they're showing him this this alien technology and blowing up these huge explosions. He's like, dude, I just need a pistol or something, man. Yeah, like, I don't I don't need this like alien technology. <laughs> and I don't but know. But apparently, Michael Keaton's become like a super millionaire off of it because he's got this awesome, very sleek, modern mansion that he's living in, but just selling it to like. Kids he's not getting a lot of money. Like he should yeah, be getting much? millions and millions no, for this, right? Guy, guys buying, you know, yeah, they're street guns. They're maybe paying like let's let ramp it up like ten thousand, twenty thousand for a, a yeah. unregistered gun or whatever. That's not like millionaires' money. You'd no. have to sell so fucking many of them. How much salvage is there? Yeah, and and so they really don't establish that he has many money problems at all. Like he no. just he just keeps saying it, but business seems to be good. Well, the one huh. thing he says is, is well, I guess Spider Man is interrupting his business, and he doesn't. Yeah, like that. and he's saying, uh, "Well, you know, I got my whole crew, and they have families to look after, and you never see their situation." It, yeah, like, except for when you vaporize them. And then it also doesn't make sense that he's like a super millionaire. I guess the real problem is, is that he's not paying his staff enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really oh. know. So they um, should. That'd be funny if they unionized and <laughs> tried to sue him for that. <laughs> so, 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 anyways, later on you find out that yeah. Michael Keaton, he's this girl's mom or whatever that we'll we'll go into, and and he's living in this nice mansion. And all I'm thinking the whole time is like. 
Like this is why this is why you have to be this evil guy and vaporize people and mm-hmm. murder people when you used to just be a nice guy. Be, like just move into an apartment or something, man. Like it's not that hard. Yeah, prior to it, he was just this uh, small time business owner. He probably didn't really have that mansion like, then. He's like, come uh, on, come on, guys. We got this contract. We got to work hard and prove ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to support you guys. Seems, and- seems like a decent guy. And just like, oh, I guess I didn't get his contract. I'm going to call him a super villain now. And it's not like he has like, <laughs> it's not like he has this awful family, like some awful wife, like in Dirty Grandpa, who's like, I need my standard yeah, of living. Very like, loving you know, family. Yeah, they're just like really nice to him and treat like, treat him pretty well like it's like like she went honey we gotta we gotta move into an apartment you know it's like I lost this job she's like I understand we'll do what it takes like that's totally the type of person that she's set up to be so it's not like where he he just keeps talking about this invisible pressure on him to keep being a super villain and you have no idea Uh what he's talking about even after the reveal maybe he has really bad anxiety or something (laughs) just not diagnosed properly yeah (laughs) there's a there's a lot of plot Uh, why don't we go read the uh, the the, the novel uh, and that'll explain everything (laughs) so is his issue like with Tony Stark and then he takes it out on Spider-Man or no he he just wants to sell his weapons that would make sense sort of only gets mad with Spider-Man when Spider-Man starts like stumbling upon his heists of stealing all the salvage and kind of stopping it. So he's like, oh, I got to stop this meddling Spider-Man. Like that, that's it. He's not out to okay. get Tony Stark <laughs> or anything like that. He's just stealing alien technology to make money off of it. Which again, I admire, I, 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 I admire that. I admire for trying. No, I, I will give them the tip of the hat for scaling it down. He's not sure. about sure. to blow up the city or shoot a giant blue laser into the sky that releases gas onto everyone. It is just purely, uh, he's just, he's stealing. And then, eventually, and then eventually he's, he's doing it dangerously, but yeah. not in a way that's like threatening the entire universe or something absurd like that. So I can admire that. Yeah, that's nice at least. I but. like them for scaling it down, but they really didn't take enough time to flesh out his motivation or... or it's economics, or my friend. consistency. <laughs> Business. It's just, it's just business. <laughs> it's just Donnie Glover just doing some business. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hard when that's the, the real... Uh, driving force of the plot like this is the plot mm. and it's really a weak 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 motivation like all like, so so you find out spoiler alert um, <laughs> uh, you, you find out that the, the, the love interest for Peter Parker which we're going to talk about for a bit mm-hmm. um, it, that, that, that he's her dad um, so, so he's, he's, he's oh. so the chick that Peter Parker's trying to bang uh, <laughs> is, is uh, Birdman's daughter yeah, so there, there's a, oh. there's even a scene where she throws a party at the big mansion, but you don't realize that that it's his house until later on in the and movie. And that's how right? you get so familiar. Is with that this intriguing? Mansion? Like, is that a thing they build up and you're like, oh, that was kind of weird. Like, that's kind of cool. Was, it, was, it was just dumb. Really, or no. just, did you see it coming? Aunt May drops him off at to to go on his on his first date with this this chick. Yeah. Uh, and then she op- he opens the door, rings the doorbell, and, and Michael Keaton answers. Oh, and he's like, Peter oh my Parker gosh. doesn't know who it is at the time. So it's actually oh, okay. kind of weird because it's really it's supposed to be really dramatic, but it's not. But really, they don't know who each other not, are, so but it's it doesn't... not dramatic for either of the two characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and and the coincidence is is just stupid. You're just like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Of course he's her father because there are writers writing this movie. Yeah, yeah there wouldn't be a <laughs> like, movie then. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's like there, maybe, there's there's no realistic reason for why. Maybe that they would. thought it would be like a dramatic twist because 
the, the chick he's dating, uh, Michael Keaton's daughter, is a black chick. Maybe they thought like walking. Oh, they'll like, never expect. Oh it. my! I, an interracial God. couple. <laughs> I was gonna oh, ask because I figured we were getting to it later. I was gonna ask if what race his wife was, but oh, she's, she's black. black. Oh, oh awesome. yeah. I guess I didn't say that. So you wh- could probably. I'll say this. One. What's the What's the daughter? Is the daughter somebody significant in the comics, or is it just I think, a nobody? I think what's so. her name? I don't remember her okay. name, but I remember reading. I don't remember her name. I, I remember reading afterwards that it is a character. He's he's had like. Peter Parker, I guess, over the years. I was only familiar with like MJ and like, the Black Cat from watching the cartoon yeah, Felicia, show yeah. as his love interest. But I think he's had like a whole bunch of others. Well, this is supposed yeah. to be Mary Jane. No, 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 no. This is not Mary Jane. Really? Yeah, because okay. at the end of that movie, that weird chick who's like a stoner and hangs out in detention for fun and like that's Mary Jane. Looks at Tumblr all day, like she's Mary we'll Jane. Oh, they, you, they, remember okay. they revealed oh, the end. That okay. We're gonna get okay. to this, guys. <laughs> so this, so this is supposed to be Gwen Stacy, then? Okay, so a black no, it's not Gwen Stacy. Oh. She's just else. nobody. I don't even. She's know. just nobody. I, I, I don't I don't even know who they are. So Josh, what do you what are your first thoughts on oh, this movie? Spider Man. Great. Oh, it's so cool. So much action. <laughs> <laughs> it, comes, it was a web slinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they go to an obelisk. What's it called again? The Washington Monument. And then she doesn't want to go in because it was built by slaves. Wow. Social message. Propaganda. I love it. I eat it up with a spoon. <laughs> Uh, Which is great, I, I don't Spidey know, sure. man. I, I don't know who the chick is. I think it's a character from the <laughs> comics that that is not black. But I think they I, made her black. Or I but I don't remember. I, I think I was peeing during that scene. Oh where, really? Where yeah, and it's the love interest, right? She doesn't want to go in the in in. Uh, is it Liz in Washington's penis phallic monument? Maybe that's no. It was right. the it was the Mary Jane character. That, Does he ask yeah. her to go to the dance? No, it's yeah, it's Liz. Yes. It's Liz. Okay. No idea who that is. In the um, Okay. Great yeah, scene, so though. Great scene. There's like there's there's, there's the f- all those students go on a f- field trip to the uh, the Washington Monument, and yeah, the MJ uh, chick. She's like, oh, why would I want to? So okay, so we're not talking about the main love interest. We're talking about the the weird girl who ends up being Mary Jane at the end of the movie, but nobody likes her during the movie. So you don't know that's Mary Jane the whole time? No, no. they call her Michelle throughout the whole movie. It's I mean, you assume that it's her because you're like, uh, oh, well, you know, they're probably going to pull some dumb thing like that. Well, they already <laughs> they already announced it too, like before the movie. So if, if you follow movie like news. So I, she's not a redhead, I'm assuming. I did not. Black, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys. Okay. But she's we'll like, do a big reveal. She's later. like a half. She's like light black. She's a halfsy. <laughs> That's what Dwight calls her. Remember in the office, <laughs> some kind of halfsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I guess we should just start talking. Well, we should just talk yeah, about Yeah, we're this. really beating around the bush so, here. Okay. The it's a giant thing, phallic building. Come on. I didn't, uh, I didn't have much to, to say about the plot of this movie. It's fairly fine, other than really weak mo- uh, villain motivation. Other than that, it's, it's very. You mean fine by like. It's just, just, it's just okay. serviceable. Okay. Like it, yeah. it, it's passable as a movie, which is why I. <laughs> I just hate the Marvel movies so much. I find them so boring because they're not technically bad movies, yeah, they're, but they're just very like they're safe. They're very competently made, yeah. very safe, very toothless movies. Like there's just Tooth- no like bite to them. The villains, yeah. there's not a lot of compelling characters or scenes in them, and just because they play everything as safe and by the by the line as right. they can. I realize how ironic this might come off, but it's almost like Disney for adults. <laughs> yeah, kind of so, is. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's the Michael yeah. Bay for adults. No. <laughs> but the big, uh, <laughs> the the notable thing to me that I just got annoyed while watching this movie, like I, it shouldn't have been called 
Spider-Man Homecoming. What it should have been called is Multiculturism, the movie. Because, <laughs> man, yes. I have never seen... This takes place in whatever Manhattan, whatever wherever party Peter Parker resides. I think you're right. And he's going to, going to <laughs> yeah. high school. And I, I have never seen so few white people in like a North American high school. Like it's, it, it stands out almost, which doesn't bother me. I don't care. I'm not like, yeah, there needs cares? to be more white people in, in, in my movies. I, I don't care about that, but it's just very, very, very it's, obvious to me that they try to cram, at all times, cram as many non-white people as they could to pander to, right. to social trends. Like, trends. Oh, yeah, they, they make a point of it. Like, you know, it's obvious that they're trying yeah, to like, do this. Yeah, like, I don't care. It's not like I'm, I'm offended. It's like, what's a black person doing yeah. in my movie? Like, I don't... I, well, I don't that, think any of us are, but it's like is. when they do it blatantly t- you're, just it, to pander when to... You're just, when you're distracted by it. Yes. It's just such obvious social pandering. Immediately when you know that, like, as we were talking, MJ, a notorious... Like her iconic look. He calls her she's, red. Calls her. He red calls her red in the show. Redhead. Yeah. She's just a black chick now. She and she looks like a fucking. She looks like a heroin junkie. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that because she's black, but she always has this stoned look on her face. Like her eyes are always like half open. Yeah, and, and she always talks making, like a stoner and too. And she talks all weird, and she's like hanging out in detention <sighs> for no reason. She just. She, I remember watching. I'm like, is, is it, why is she? Is she a heroin junkie? <laughs> <laughs> and her hair is all like unkempt, and and it's really just weird. I don't it's know just why, weird, and you learn reason. nothing about her by the end of the movie either. So it just is like weird. This is weird. Like like it's not like you learn there's like some heart wrenching story about her and then she ends up being friends with Peter Parker. She just kind of sits there on the sidelines being weird the whole movie. Yeah, but my point being, I want to make it come across. I am I am not bothered by having a a, a movie with many different not cultures. Not hot and bothered and and races <laughs> in it, but it's just so obvious that this is just pandering. When yeah, let's change yeah. pretty much every character we can. So this is like Riverdale, kind of, where we talked about an early episode where like they just change every character is just yeah. about like race and so I got a bone to pick yeah. with you, Andy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you're really backpedaling here on this. Uh, why don't you just just come out and admit that you're a racist? Yeah, you know, you're really pandering sure to people, people who might will, accuse you I'm of sure that. Some people will say I am. You're really pandering to people who might call your uh, your employment uh, place and try to get you fired for <laughs> misinterpreting what you're saying. Uh, you're really pandering here. So well, I'm pretty mean, big hypocrite. Everyone with an opinion nowadays is racist. Well, didn't you know all white people? Yeah. Are racist? Yeah, Come on. We're inherently racist by people. So like, another yeah. character, it's in our um, DNA. <laughs> do you guys recall in the cartoon show or the comic books uh, the Flash Thompson character? Yes, I do. Nope. He's the high school bully. He's great, and I won't. He's like the typical like jock football wearing, you know. Those, yeah. Those... Is he in the Tobey Maguire one? And Tobey Maguire like yes. does a dance around him and yeah, it tries to beat him to up Justin and... Timberlake and he's, he's, break he's a jock. Typical jock high <laughs> yeah. school bully that would pick on someone like Peter Parker for being into nerdy shit. Uh, yeah, we don't know anyone like that around here who would yell at nerds on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my cell phone case? Wait, Dexter. Uh, so in this movie, Flash Thompson is this tiny little super nerdy 
Hispanic guy who's a DJ. And he <laughs> he's actually makes, Indian. Yeah, if, if no, so, he's Hispanic. Okay, if he's Indian though, yeah, that's what I thought too. If Flash Thompson oh. isn't wearing a Letterman jacket, they're doing he's it not. wrong. No, Flash. No, 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 he's like a like a nerdy but kind of cool DJ now. Oh he kind plays of music cool. at the parties. He, he's Peter Parker, he's more like supposed penis to be like Parker. Like he's he's played by the. Is that what he says? I think so. <laughs> yeah, he calls him Penis Parker. Yeah, <laughs> he's played by the main character of Grand Budapest Hotel. Remember the young kid, the young foot eleven. Oh yeah, the kid with the bellhop, the lobby boy. Yeah, that's, he's a good that's actor, flashed, but that's, that's, that's Tops. Flash Tops. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, a good, f- you're right, he is a good actor. He's only like 4'11", too. How intimidating is that? Hey, yeah, you. he's not going to be... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter. See, I actually wow. don't mind Nerd. also... Because I'm not... I used to watch the Spider, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon show. That That's about my relationship with Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, that's a lot that, of mine. Other than that, like, I haven't watched that for ages, and I don't read comic books. I didn't... As, as I've said, I don't really like these superhero movies. I'm very distant from it now. So I don't, it, it's fine. It's okay. You want to take a different spin. MJ's a black chick now, but whatever. It's a different spin. I'm fine with different spins. Batman movies have had many different spins. Yeah, they have. I'm okay with that, but it becomes really obvious when it's like, remember this popular character? Well, they're no longer, they're a black chick now. Yeah. Remember this popular character? Well, he's a Hispanic guy now. It's yeah, just, it, it doesn't matter. Like with this guy, it doesn't matter if he's Indian, but it's like his, that character is supposed to be yes. like the quarterback on the yes. football team. Yeah. Like and that, they didn't even acknowledge that. He's a DJ? Yeah, he's like super tiny. Again, That's weird, imagine that, that kid from Grand Budapest Hotel, the lobby boy. Imagine him. He looks I mean, you just only, say only that he played bit, a lobby boy, and that's a little enough. bit older. Yeah, Imagine that character, but just a little bit older. Yeah, and that's what he looks like. He doesn't resemble a jock at all, wow. like a fun character. He doesn't really look any older. Flip the 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 bullying on. Oh, okay. So we're gonna play guess the race. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I thought I said I thought like your prediction of Jay Jonah Jay Jonah Jameson being a black chick. He's not in it at all. But oh, okay. I guarantee if there's a sequel, he's he ain't gonna be white. There's no fucking. <laughs> he ain't gonna be he either. <laughs> Should be a black police chief. But so the thing, <laughs> going to be Indian. Come on. The thing. The thing that. <laughs> annoys me so much. Again, seeing a variety of races in a movie doesn't bother me in the slightest. I don't fucking care. But when it's such obvious pandering by the studio and you're impressed by this, like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Are people going to look back at, like, in in history when we talk about, like, civil rights issues and racism in America, (laughs) sexism, and and how we've progressed? And "And then remember in 2017, Spider-Man Homecoming came out and they made MJ... A black chick. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Like, how it's so impressive. Like what a what bold, bold, amazing filmmaking. That's an incredible writing that she's black now. Oh my my God. They pretty it's much saved so the world. Stupid. Like if you're if you're impressed by that, you're an idiot. And it just annoys me all these people yeah. being like, Oh, isn't MJ supposed to be a redhead? And then all these other people come out from the fucking woodworks me like what are you, some kind of fucking racist? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, she's her iconic look is she's a redhead. Yeah. The whole idea of racism has been blown out of proportion that they want to create this false narrative that we were racist to begin with, so we have to be diverse in these movies where it's like, whoa, what are you guys talking about? It's not even the issue. This is Spider-Man we're talking it's about. It's a fucking movie. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. gives yeah. a right. shit. There are so many yeah. like huge issues, like huge <laughs> world issues and, and horrible things going on on the planet we're concerned about who's black and who's white in a fucking movie. And that, that's a, we got to make sure that we get enough black people taking over main characters because that's what's important for our civil rights. It's, it's, it's a movie. It's a, a dumb jerk off blockbuster superhero movie. It's also kind it's of... It's not a, a real issue. Who cares? It's a funny <laughs> thing to complain about too because it's like how many... 
how many how much of the population does actors make up like is, oh, isn't like, the whole idea yeah. of celebrity and fame is that there is like just point zero 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 one percent of the population represents these people, yeah. and it's like oh well, uh, let's focus all our energies on that instead of real well, things. Think, like, yes. you know, like what yeah, what about yeah. these other jobs that you know maybe account for ten million of the jobs in America? Maybe that is one that. Yeah. <laughs> I think kind of the funny thing to look at too is their way of kind of combating. Our, our racist past or whatever or maybe having no movies with any minorities in it is to just flip it in the opposite direction. Right, yeah. Now it's like you can pretty much count the amount of white people in this movie on, on I, using less than one hand. You don't even need that entire thing. <laughs> and there's one scene um, in particular that I want to just mention quickly is the gym scene. Where you just, that's where you really notice it in high school, the high school gym. I just noticed it in no, every. Go, go ahead. Scene, you definitely yeah. notice it everywhere but there it's very prominent. Like it's just right what, what happens in that scene? Well, you hear some cheerleaders talking, and I was curious, like, who the hell is talking? <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I, I'm not xenophobic. Like xenomorphs are cool, but I thought for sure I was going to see a xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> what a ripoff! It's it's like they, they've they've taken taken things that they want to correct about uh, racist history, whatever it is, whatever it is, fine. And they've just flipped it in the opposite direction. Instead of a more realistic depiction, because it's like realistically, I think black people make up what, like 13% of the population? Yeah, it's, it's like 13, it's around 14. That. But yeah. instead it's like, well, we'll just replace it. We'll just flip it. <laughs> we'll just flip it in the opposite direction to the point where it's noticeable and, and, and noticeable what you're doing in the social pandering. You flipped it to the other direction. That's the, does that seem like the appropriate... Uh, response oh, yeah. to trying trying to fix perhaps you know racism in our society. I'm I'm much more interested in Josh's perspective on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, continue on with what you were saying. With what, like what happens in the cheerleader scene though? They're in the gym. I'm trying to recall like it myself. It, like it's like it's when Peter Parker um, when when Flash Thompson tells tells everyone that Peter Parker knows Spider Man, right? Yeah, and what's with this angst towards Peter Parker? What did he ever do to this? DJ, this Hispanic DJ that because you're right because he's Peter Parker's yeah he's his regular nerdy self. This is a pretty uh, accurate depiction of how I remember Peter Parker. He's a nerdy guy, whatever. But the the guy you're talking about, the Flash Thompson character, is also now they've made him this scrawny little nerdy dude. So what the hell does he? Have yeah, what's his built-in motivation? Also, isn't he also on the academic club with Peter? Yeah, Parker? I think he's jealous because Peter's yeah, he's like, supposed to smart. be a, a jock bully beating up a nerd. That's the freaking point so, of it. So they flipped it. So this no, kind of this kind of brings me to my well, my other main point is that so he has this crush on this this Liz chick, this uh, Michael Keaton's daughter. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, she's the hottest chick in school. Like, how am I ever going to be able to talk to her? And it's like, oh, well, just like in this gym scene, you know, I'm Spider-Man. Maybe I can say that I know Spider-Man and I can get her attention, right? And so, That's right, yeah. So he has, like, this whole elaborate thing, like, where he's, like, you know, he gets invited to her party and, and he's, you know, he's like, oh, I got to change into my Spider-Man clothes and then make an appearance. Like, he's doing, like, this wacky, yeah. elaborate, like, it's like an Archie comic with, I've got two dates and on the same location on the same night. Gotta and, find a way yeah. to impress this shit. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's like, but, but, the, but then, like, they immediately establish that they're both in the the same nerd decathlon club it's an and academic she, club and she already has expressed like she says Peter like I always invite you to parties but you never come <laughs> and yeah. he has he has a very clear in with her 
over and they keep establishing that she's already pretty happy to like to ta- she's yeah. already pretty happy to hang out with him. She likes him quite a bit, and and he just introduces this Spider-Man thing for no reason yeah. at all. You're completely. Yes. This this is one of the other things that I wanted to talk about. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um, that it just annoyed me in the theater is their portrayal of the academic club. But yeah, before getting into that. Yeah, it's exactly what you say. He's like, I gotta find a way to impress this girl. It's not like that that typical And he keeps portrayal. ditching her. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he like, keeps ditching her. It's not like that typical portrayal in a movie where I, I wanna impress the you know, the hot chick, like the cool popular girl, but but she doesn't even notice him. It's, yeah, it's she's only both. interested in jocks and sports and she has no personality. So but they're both in the academic club, which is only mm. like five people. It's not a huge club of an like academic? What do they do? They they, they, they do to, debates or something. It was like a like, spelling bee, wasn't it? <laughs> on like field trips and do like debates with other That sounds so stupid. Or, like, I don't know what a decathlon is. Or like quiz trivia, like history trivia sort of thing. Thing, like, I don't know. Gonna, well, decathlon, no, decathlon is an Olympic event. That's where you, that, that's where it's like ten events. That you're absolutely right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I don't know what what they're on. Take that, Spider Man. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just they just study like a bunch of academic and, stuff and then challenge other but, other but, schools. Okay. But on top of it, they establish that Peter Parker is the smartest guy in the club, and everybody really wants him to. They yes. they, they go on the trip to the Washington whatever to to go uh, debate some other people at, at nationals or whatever that means. Um, and, 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 and this Liz chick, she's thinking, yeah, uh, Peter, we really need you. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, like, I don't know why he's making up these excuses uh-huh. and, and doing the, they just, they just create this tension out of nowhere for no reason. And, and you're just sitting there equal equals puzzled well, I don't, I don't <laughs> know so plus it's also a this academic club annoyed the fuck out of me because it was the most horribly unrealistic depiction of what an academic club would be oh yeah but, but to tie it into what you're saying about it you know why is he having such oh, a problem no. like to, Tom Hall, cool people can be smart too they're Tom, all hot and stuff <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. So Tom, Tom Holland the actor who plays Peter Parker he's a pretty handsome dude like he's, he's oh yeah whatever. I think he's a little weird looking but yeah not really like he's he's kind of got a nerdy look but I think that's just like the haircut you could basically right Put on a different shirt, a trendy shirt, or whatever. Put on a different yeah. color of skin, and you'd be just as handsome <laughs> as the rest yeah. of the people. Is here. he like fifteen in real life? Like he's a really young-looking guy. No, I think he's probably like twenty or twenty. I think he'd be okay. more he's definitely young-looking. Yeah, he's not as <laughs> he's not as young-looking as that kid from Valeria. Yeah, why is he? <laughs> why did no. they make him black? Come on, <laughs> yeah. I just want an all-black cast. You racists, I you dirty, say. dirty, bad, bad, bad boys. But he's. <laughs> He's like, she like, they're off on this field trip and they're spending the night at some hotel and and he, she, the Liz chick is, uh, she's all, oh Peter, you know, why don't you put down the studying for a while and come come to come to my room and bang me, <laughs> almost. But yeah. like, come, come, we're all gonna go hang out at the pool. Like, oh. hang out. And he's all like nervous to go do it. But it's like you look at Tom Holland. It's like there's no way that this kid would have such like social anxiety. Yeah, he's phones. pretty ripped. He's a pretty handsome looking dude. He's Spider Man. So he's got these powers and he's like ripped. He's like, ripped. They've, they've shown him without a shirt on before and he's like ripped. And it's like yeah, if you want to impress this chick you already you're in the academic club so you have similar interests you seem to get along yeah. go to the stupid pool ripped. party without the yeah. shirt on yeah show your dick like, you know it was okay the to see picks. the baby's dick and it, dirty grandpa should be fine you're 15 it just annoyed <laughs> 15 me 15 times more and then you look at the rest of the academic club and it's all just like beautiful teenagers no no like, acne no pocket protectors nothing like that <laughs> this isn't the like the nerd club where we all go hang out and watch Marvel movies this is like the academic club yeah. in high school where they go and have debates and 
nerdy trip like history trivia. They wouldn't look like this. <laughs> sorry, sorry, they wouldn't look like these like this this beautiful this sleek yeah. black chick and handsome Tom Holland and and his his he's ripped and whatever. The reality of the situation is is there would be a bunch of greasy social rejects probably with Asperger's like a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but that's just True. the fucking truth like we're not talking about again the nerd club and we, yeah. we hang out and talk about the new season of Daredevil it's like no <laughs> this is like you're talking about like science trivia and going and challenging I, I'm gonna I'm gonna others. I'm gonna put a call out right now anybody any social justice warrior who is praising this movie for its diversity is racist against ugly people. (laughs) 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 Oh, you can be a minority as long as you're good looking. Otherwise, get the hell out of our movie. So, again, uh, tying it all in and like the whole multiculturalism the movie thing, it's like the most unrealistic depiction of how life really yeah. is. <laughs> like, sorry, it's like, you know these things aren't true. You know, like, the the super hot, like, black popular chick, she's probably not interested in being head of the academic club. Probably not. Maybe she is, because, yeah, maybe, you know, smart people, you know, can be pretty and beautiful and social. Not too. in high school. Not all of them, though. <laughs> if you have a social club like that, you're probably going to have a bunch of, like, greasy, like, fat nerds. Or, yeah. or they're going to have an interest in that, but their social life will be a totally separate Yes. Thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And and in which case why is she inviting Peter Parker to all these yep. all these parties that she's having at her dad's house who has to uh, kill all these people in order to maintain that lifestyle. So, it, listen, P- Peter Parker, if you don't stop this, I'm not going to be able to, my daughter's not going to be able to have any more pool parties. Uh, <laughs> I better murder all these people. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you don't know what my life is like. <laughs> so, quick question is uh, are MJ or Flash Thompson, is one of them gay? No. Uh, Who's, uh, <laughs> I don't, there's, there's no gay people in this. There's no, oh, they didn't oh. tap into that. They have a xenomorph. Oh, fucking homophobes. This was the creators of this movie. Homophobic. Ridiculous. Well, before we go into the next point, why don't we hit our sponsor for today? I uh, get paid. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, yeah. we'll get the answer to that question right after this I need this money. Yeah, we got to get paid. And money to keep up my aggressively mediocre lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> well, I mean, you're definitely going to want to use that excuse after this next sponsor. So, <laughs> you've heard of Ancestry.ca, where you can learn about your past, your, fa- your family's past, and your family tree. Uh, but have you heard of Ancestry.ca? <laughs> Incestry is a dating site where you can date or hook up with uh, distant family and uh, relatives that you didn't know you had. It's like Tinder meets Ancestry. So uh, if you got relatives and cousins that you never met because they live, I don't know, in Saskatchewan or wherever, find out who they are, and uh, then you can go out on some dates. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's hot. I actually heard this this company was... Partly funded by George R. R. Martin, the, pop, <laughs> uh, the writer of the Game of Thrones books. Yeah, it's Ooh. true. So, uh, and then I, it, also in partnership with Luke Besson because he's uh, <laughs> he, he needed a he needed an algorithm like this. So. Yeah, yeah. He, it was very personally motivated. I think so. Yeah. Oh, good. Very so passionate. He heard our last episode, company. and uh, I was very apprehensive to take money from him. But as you said, you know, I really need to maintain my. Uh, my lifestyle, where my rent is six hundred dollars a month, uh-huh. so uh, I I I had to cave in and whatever. I'll take take you. take the take, take the money. <laughs> I take you. I'll take your immoral money. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, that subscription to Darwinism Weekly isn't free. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to pay for itself. Incestuous people. Come so on. Uh, go down to incestry.ca if you want to meet some people who look kind of like you, uh, and <laughs> you can date them and. 
hook up. Awesome. Finally. Finally. There's some. There better be age filters on that. Age and gender. <laughs> well, Luke Besson gender. Was helped fund it, so there's yeah. definitely an age. There's filter. definitely oh, yeah. an age filter. The cap is 16. <laughs> <at the> top. <laughs> 16 <laughs> baby penises. <laughs> Uh, if you get the Robert De Niro version, the cap is 10. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's not only a founder, he's also a client. <laughs> Robert um, Sorry, so continue on with our uh, gay, to, gay Spider-Man. Back to Spooderman. Uh, I don't have too much left to say, but I will say I'm calling it now. Got this on recording, so okay. look back at this prediction. August 12, 2017, 236. <laughs> You what mean are you whatever saying? day this comes out? Not oh yeah, I mean yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> whenever that is. Uh, so I'm calling it now in 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 the next Spider-Man sequel with with this. Assuming they do another one in this Spider-Man universe and don't reboot it again, but I'm calling it now. Spider-Man's going to be gay in the next one. This is my. Oh. They're going to make him gay because they didn't yes. push. Because so the whole movie, as we've we've said, he has a crush on the Liz chick. Uh, and that ends up kind of falling apart, but they don't push the crush thing that hard. Like the romance plot isn't a big part of it, other than it happens to be Michael Birdman's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't push it too hard. And there's also a scene where where his his fat fuck friend. Uh, <laughs> <turns out. laughs> I was gonna bring that guy up. His he, sidekick in this movie was so unlikable. Yeah, he was the worst. But he's like a retarded Hawaiian or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Peter Parker comes home from a night of uh, of thwarting, Debauchery. Of thwarting uh, crime, yeah. um, and and he pops in his room. He's like climbing along the roof. He fall. He drops down and starts taking off his his Spider-Man outfit, and he's just <laughs> wearing mm. underwear. And then he mm. turns around, and his his fat soul friend is there. And he's like, "Oh my God, you're Spider-Man!" Blah, blah. And then like Aunt May walks in, and because he's he's just got no clothes on now. It, it, Aunt it, May it, likes what she it sees. Looks, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know that's how we got the sponsor for Aunt May. Uh, I have a Aunt pretty, May movies. I have a pretty good. App, I have a pretty good app uh, for you. But it's <laughs> like, brought to you by Luke Besson and <laughs> Aunt May. Aunt, 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 Aunt May. Aunt May walks in on this, and he's like just in his underwear, and he's all like sweaty because he's been web slinging and whatnot. Oh. He turns around, he's like all shocked, and she's like, "Oh, uh, you know, dinner's ready." She doesn't even bat an eye at it, even though. Oh. It's like, even though it's like really weird that he's the, like kind of the, touching his the, friend. The clear implication, like the implication here, is that they've been fucking or about to be fucking. Uh, yeah, and that's and okay with that gay. I mean, May. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the setup. They're setting it up. He's gonna be gay. Okay. In the next one. Can't we wait. And May, it. may uh, you be gay. Um, I, my my other main point or last point here is that uh, there's kind of this weird. So you were you were bringing up Uncle Ben, who I don't think showed up in the movie or even in a flashback. That's shocking. I don't even, you know. Would, do they even mention his name? I don't. I don't know. If they do, they don't obviously don't much because I don't remember even a mention of his name. Oh. Yeah. So Gosh. so it's it, like a huge cornerstone of Spider-Man. Just thrown out. Yes. But kind we. Is. But what you need, you always need a father figure in Spider-Man or an uncle figure at this point. Oh yeah. yeah. So instead of Uncle Ben. Yeah, or an uncle, fig- an uncle figure. <laughs> the new uncle figure for Spider-Man: Homecoming is Tony Stark, who pretends to be Spider-Man's uncle throughout the whole movie. So, there's kind of this weird thing going on where so Tony Stark is is keeps saying to Spider-Man, you know, uh, stop, stop trying to fight crime or or stop don't do, try, don't don't try to do any big crimes. Like just stick to little robberies. Yeah, there's and- literally the line from the trailer. 
uh, he's like, just be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I actually didn't mind. Uh, that. I didn't mind that line because like, okay, you know, it's a callback. And I, I get why you did it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that line is acceptable. I wasn't, you know, holding my stomach in laughter. But, uh, <laughs> did people laugh acceptable. at that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Doesn't matter. No. So, so, but, but, so Spider-Man keeps trying to go after. Michael Keaton because he's got the weapons thing and Tony Stark says you shouldn't do that so you're you're too young you're just a kid you can't really be fighting him and and whatnot so and there and there's kind of this back and forth going between where where Spider-Man gets into more trouble he keeps taking on more responsibility and then and then he gets screwed and then uh, he's going to die and then Spider then Iron Man's suit comes and saves him or something and uh, and then he scolds him and gets really mad at him and is like you can't you can't be one of the Avengers yet you're just uh, you're just a little kid and uh, yeah you can't so it's it was just this really weird relationship that ends up going back and so at, at the very end of the movie um, Tony Stark uh Come gets together with Spider-Man and he's like, "Okay, I've decided that you can be one of the Avengers. I got a a million reporters behind this door and whatnot." And so Spider-Man's like, for some reason, I don't know why this happened or where this character arc came from. Out of the blue, he's just like, "No, you know, I'm probably too young. Like, I should just uh, I should just stay at home and do my homework." I think and they kind of I don't think it was that poorly set up because they kind of set it up once once he. Realizes that the chick he's trying to bang, uh, his her dad is is Birdman, and and, and Birdman <laughs> discovers that that, Vulture that Man. Spider Spider Man is Peter Parker, and he's kind of realizing how dangerous the situation he is, and then he does almost get killed under the rubble. So I think he but he almost gets killed in that car drowning way earlier, and that didn't phase him at all. He almost gets killed in that boat getting cut in half, and oh, that didn't yeah. phase. He had all, he had all well, of these moments. I think that's also a part of it. And that, that's, that whole that's rubble just... scene, by the way, is a, is a throwback to a comic book issue uh, where he fought the lizard, actually, and he was buried okay. in a subway tunnel. <laughs> he's always buried in rubble. He's, sp- <laughs> he's Spider-Man. He's Rubble Man. The Green Goblin in the mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire when he's buried I, in I rubble. Don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it was that horribly set up because before that, he kind of, he was always thwarting like these petty criminals and he helped them out in Civil War, kind of feeling on top of the world, like, you know, I'm, I'm part of the Avengers now, but then... Tony Stark's like, no, you know, you're just a kid. And then he has this adventure with Vulture Boy and and almost gets people in Vulture his Vulture Dad. <laughs> kind of endangers people in his life and almost gets killed. I don't think it was that poorly set up. I it it came off as very weird to me, and then and then Tony Stark opens the door, and there actually were all these reporters, and he was gonna yeah. induct him into the into the Avengers. I just remember the ending of the movie feeling like just a mess, <laughs> like all these things coming together. The, the this black chick is upset at him now because she's like, my mom says we have to move to Idaho where it's safe because my dad's going to prison, yeah. whatever that means. Um, That's the setup for him to be gay. But then the other chick, but then the other chick reveals herself as Mary. Jane. But they don't the, really the have head. they don't really have that close of a relationship. Not they handled all. MJ very weird because obviously first changing her to a black chick. Uh, but also she's just kind Besides of Besides the obvious. She's kind of in the background. I would have preferred Mexican, she's, but hey. She's part of the academic <laughs> club, but she doesn't she's not a main part What's of the What's the exact plot. is is that the exact opposite of a redhead? A black? Yeah, is it is a blackhead Mexican person or an like an Asian person more opposite to a ginger? Nah, cuz they're at least still white. Because usually gingers are super, super white, right? Yeah. yeah. It happens. I think there are like Asian redheads, but they're extremely rare. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. kind of It's like Asians with jade eyes. Like in <laughs> Big Trouble, <laughs> Big trouble, Big little, trouble China. little China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Anyways, I thought it. I thought it was just. I thought it was generally just really weird. And I. And the other thing I remember thinking is, uh, so, Spider Man is the special suit from Iron Man. It's yeah. like a. It's like kind of advanced. It's got some. Uh, it's got some robotics and a built-in computer. Yeah. So so Spider Man keeps getting into trouble and like almost dying, and then Tony Stark is saving him, and then so Spider Man hacks into his suit once again. I don't know how his dumb fat friend is able to hack into Tony Stark's security, who's apparently this mastermind blockchain crypto guy who just like you know he's he's got the most advanced tech it's like oh yeah you know a teenager can just hack into that system yeah that's not mm-hmm. it's not like tony stark probably spends like a billion dollars a year on security well it's simple yeah. the password was unky tone Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so they hack into it and then they find out that spider-man's suit has been set to the training wheels program so his suit actually has all these capabilities that haven't been Whoa. unlocked to him and i remember just thinking Training why don't wheels. you just why don't you just give him the full suit and teach him how to use it and then yeah. he probably won't almost die all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably probably solve most of these problems and keep I just remember he the justification for why Tony Stark was trying to protect him was really weird. Like he he mentioned for a second he's like, "Oh, my my dad didn't uh look after me much so uh you no more video games before dinner spider-man <laughs> like yeah. it, was, it was just really weird how he how he was interacting with him as this uncle father <laughs> uncle father <laughs> figure uh-huh. hey <laughs> so, so you can be both yeah it was, it was it was one thing that stuck out to me really weird and i thought the ending was really weird that way so that's about what i got for spider-man i don't have much more i, I the plot i was mostly fine and it was just an uninsp- another uh, uninspired Marvel plot, but it was all the the other things that just annoyed me, and I'm annoyed with you for suckering me into seeing this you movie dick. again. Hey, one name, Michael Keaton, aka Vulture Man. He was so <laughs> badass that fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fight scene. Oh, it was awesome. Oh yeah, they were so they were Nothing, so boring. I don't remember man. any exciting thing. I I remember when we were, at all. when we were watching it. I remember it being in the middle of some fight scene, and I was trying I was trying to think about how I felt, and I was like, oh what like what what am I? oh and I put my finger in the air. I'm bored. Yeah. That's what's going on. Like I'm so confused. Like I don't know. It's, oh, this is just supremely boring. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was. It was just lacking. Uh, it, yeah, and I don't know what else to say. I'm sure. The, I'm sure there's a lot. Lots that the, we can talk it's about. It's the cutoff for me. I. This is it for Marvel movies. I don't ever want to see another one again. I'm putting them in the same boat as 3D. I'm cutting them off completely. Superhero well, movies. And Michael Sup- Bay. Superhero movies yeah. are walking a fine line. They're close yeah. to being thrown in there. Well, how are you going to talk? How are we going to run this podcast without any more movies to bring in? <laughs> the thing is, we've done this episode. If you bring in another Marvel movie, it's basically going to be the same fucking discussion now. That's why I'm not cutting out superhero movies in general. The Marvel movies, like I said, they're not, they're not horribly bad. They're just kind of toothless. They're not exciting. They're a little dull, very by the book. Uh, I don't. They're all like that. That's why I don't like them. It's all like in terms of this podcast, it is much funner to bring in like Batman versus Superman, which is this hideous train wreck, or Suicide Squad, which is this hideous train wreck, and I'm sure the Justice League movie, which will be a, a hideous train wreck. Like, I don't. I, this movie is this movie is a pretty good one to talk about because it has just enough 
bad things going on yeah. that you can dive deep into them. Yeah, it's but I, funny. it's funny to I, make fun I, of Michael I, Keaton. I agree, for but in terms of not the, wanting to get an apartment, <laughs> in terms of the Marvel movie, uh, again for this podcast, I wouldn't want to be bringing in one every single time they release one because they release them so fucking much. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't even like think that we could. Year. I don't think we could record enough podcast episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we're recording these every two weeks. Uh, it's like there's, yeah. there's a new Marvel movie every week. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They got that train running. So I've. Sorry, guys. So I was going to say, Andy, for, uh, t- speaking of your cutoffs, um, how close are you to cutting Star Wars off? <laughs> how close are you to cutting uh, off uh, jorts? <laughs> it's a, it, it is a weird one. The thought has entered my mind, but I don't hate Star Wars. There are things about Star Wars I like. Uh, you only I get think, one a year usually, too, so that's not Yeah, too we bad. didn't talk about Star Wars for yet. Now, so that, I, that's probably going to change in the future. When they, I think they, they are going to want to do two a year. As soon as Luke point. Besson is uh, freed from <laughs> doing all these perverted Well, Lucy 2 is coming out next year, I think. Are you serious? Yeah, Lucy 2 is happening. I've heard that. Why uh, would you need a second? You didn't I even need know. a first one. She becomes a tentacle monster. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, what happens? It's a Japanese porn movie. Luke Besson is... In terms of Star Wars, flipping it up, uh, almost Rogue One, which we have discussed in the past episode six, I believe. Um, Rogue Two, perhaps it, it kind of set the path of, of towards being cut off. But I liked Episode Seven. Yeah, Episode Eight kind of for me has a lot hanging on it. It, it if if it ends up aping from uh, Empire Strikes Back as much as Episode Seven aped from. A New Hope. Yeah. Then it's kind of going to retroactively change my opinion of Episode Seven because now it's like, all right, you don't, you've established the new characters, you don't need to continue ripping off old storylines. Let, let's yeah. explore some new territory and see what you got. Because right now they just keep going back. They just keep going back to that goddamn. It's death. the last Jedi. That means it's the last <laughs> one. There's no but more. Defense. If 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 <laughs> no all Jedi. the Star no Wars more. movies end up being like Rogue One, and and because they're doing a Han Solo movie, which I think sounds like a bad idea. If they end up starting to feel like the Marvel movies where it's like, yeah, they're just fine, but it's like, why did this movie get made? It's the same fucking movie you made last year, yeah. and the year before that, and the year before that. That's when it'll get the cutoff for me, where I just go to the theater and I'm just like annoyed, and I don't even have much to say about it. If the multiculturalism thing wasn't in the Spider-Man movie, I would just be like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was all right. Don't what, bother seeing it. I was thinking of the, when you, Josh, you mentioned The Last Jedi. What if... It doesn't mean the, like the final Jedi. What if like it's somebody whose name is last, <laughs> and like they're just screwing with everybody? <laughs> I think that'd be pretty awesome. That'd it ends be up being so, like a ton of Jedi. So <laughs> clever. Yeah, it's the the last clan. It's like a clan. The cl- they're the last. <laughs> yeah. Is it like the Star Wars version of the Last Samurai? Tom Cruise. You know, he's not even Japanese, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> there's not even a Jedi. It's <laughs> I don't know. Just him running. He does his own stunts though. It's pretty cool. So, so, I've, <laughs> so I've been I've been doing something when I've been listening to this podcast uh, lately. Our podcast. I don't want to know. I'm reviewing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing is, something. Uh, yeah, is this something you're allowed to share I here. Into, uh, is, uh, trying to keep this PG-13 here. Yeah. Um, so I've been every time that we say the word like, mm-hmm. I've been counting it and 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 forcing myself to count every time it it happens. You think too much. In about 20 minutes, I, my count got to over 100. And, and we're not talking about using, oh, it's, it, 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 blue is like orange, you know, mm-hmm. a proper usage of the word, only counting, oh, it's like, uh, you know, like, uh, like just that. Mm-hmm. It's, pretty, it's pretty horrifying. So I'm punishing myself dearly by make, making myself acutely aware of it, and I'm, I'm hoping it'll pay off. Yeah, how, how are you punishing yourself by just being the fact that I have to count it? It's horrible. It makes me cringe every time. It gets so much worse. <laughs> so well, you know, in French, they don't even have a word for like. They only love. 
There's not even a word for like it's love. Um, stupid language. Love. love. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going around lovey love. Like <laughs> I don't know. Just to replace it. I always it. hate when people say things like that. It's, Did you know this language? They don't even have a word for hate. <laughs> you have the it most like, like a, smarmy look on yeah. your face sounds ever. Sounds like a pretty stupid primitive language. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta have a word to describe these things. If we're talking about negative things like like a hate that we're trying to avoid, perhaps you should have a word you can use to describe this thing so we can be educated about it and stray our society away from it. it it's would not be. impressive that you don't have a word for it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> when being a drunk is part of your culture, some words get left out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also was looking through a lot, a lot of my, uh, my topic notes and about, and like uh, about half of my story ideas are about food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I hear food uh, or diarrhea. Food or diarrhea. <laughs> I got uh, the, the Big Turk is the most disgusting chocolate bar on the face. That of is a fact. <laughs> it's absolutely. I just I, just save that one because I have a somewhat humorous story. Do it. My, my brother, he would always, anytime we go to like get snacks before a movie at like 7-Eleven or convenience store or whatever, he would be. He would always say, "You should get a big, big Turk. They're delicious. They're delicious." And I'm, <laughs> I'm the I'm worst. Like, it's one of those like cherry feel, filled chocolates. It sounds fucking disgusting. No, I'm not getting. It. He's just trying to goat, <laughs> goat me into it. But he always tried to push it like he's super serious. So every now and then, uh, when we go to get snacks and he can't leave the house because he has uh, uh, children, he has to make sure don't die. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I, I'll pick, pick, pick up whatever you want. What do you, what do you want? I always bring him, I try to bring him back a big turk and make him eat it. I'm like, if you fucking love him so much, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that very recently, like just last week. Did he like it? Or was he not happy? He, he suffered through it. Like he chewed it. He's like, mm, <laughs> yeah, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> he hates. It's, I'll, I'll give it to him. He's committed to the bit. It's Turkish delight, right? That's yeah, it's Turkish Because that name, I just think of fat little English children <laughs> eating it and licking their fingers. <laughs> licking their oh, fingers. yeah. Well, I, I just it. remember seeing it in the... Witch in the wardrobe. The, yeah, the Narnia, because yeah. they, they eat right. Turkish delight. Maybe that's where that just, came from. And they just Turkish love it. Turkish delight. <laughs> <laughs> Would you yeah. like some? Sell your soul for a piece of Turkish delight. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that like that molesting witch lady like lures them into her ancient v- horse-driven van like with Turkish delight. No, I'll give you some. Isn't that pretty much exactly what she does? With the pale little fingers in the box. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they got a little box, and the, the, it's like it's dusted with some white stuff. It's yeah, it's uh, a pale pale candy. What is a Turkish delight? It's just gelatin covered in white. It's just ge- ge- yeah. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's Turk. It's Turkish people's semen that's been congealed into... <laughs> into kind of sick fucking things that Turkish people are into. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe... I'm sure they were eating some Turkish delight in Spider-Man. It sounds like uh, they didn't have anything else, just some gelatin laying around. Like, oh, yeah, what can, what we, can we cover in chocolate here? <laughs> yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of like... Uh, disgusting goo. I remember my, uh, my, my grandparents were saying like back in the war times they would mix motor oil in with their peanut butter to make it last longer like uh-huh. whenever everyone was starving so what? that's that's the type of story I think Turkish delight came from that's probably yeah. and for some reason we're still we're still doing that you guys you have know. a horrible painful death of stomach cancer later but hey in the meantime <laughs> pass the peanut butter <laughs> Um, so, um, have you ever I, been to a Turkish bathhouse before? <laughs> have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the, is We're, that in Eastern Promises? Is that is that? A yeah, Turkish? I think. It, yeah, it's a Russian bath. bath yeah, bath. but like a Turkish one is like it's like it's done a certain way. Like the steams. Uh, certain temperatures and humidity and Did it got any Russian yeah. delight <laughs> that scene from Eastern Promises is awesome that's probably the best bathhouse fight scene ever yeah, although the one at the beginning of Red Heat uh, that Arnie movie with Belushi 
that opens up in a bathhouse, and he's in Russia, and he's he's fighting naked. Like he throws them through the wall, and they fight in the snow. And oh, that sounds like awesome. My favorite bathhouse fight scene is Goldeneye, Great. where James Bond slams that Russian chick's oh, butt yeah. onto yeah, the hot that. coals. Yeah, it's always Russian. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta go to a Russian there's bathhouse. A, there's it's a weird. It's like for some reason, it's the only ethnicity or culture that. American culture is okay with having be the villain all the time. And it's always something... Always Russian. It's yeah, always a fight in yeah, the bathhouse yeah, too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't see a lot of, uh, I don't see a lot of SJWs defending Russian Nobody people. So before we head off, uh, Josh, do you have any, any last remarks? Any, anything making you angry lately? Oh, you know, just the world in general. <laughs> Dirty grandpas and Spidey mans. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy world out there, folks. You gotta watch out. You never know when you're gonna step in a pile of poo. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll see you all in two weeks. Smell you later. So long, losers. Goodbye, slaves. Thanks for coming out, Josh. Thank you for having me. Bye.